0: This video is sponsored by Spell Rogue, your next deck building roguelike obsession from Guide Games and Ghost Ship Publishing. Available now in early access. Cast powerful spells with the mythical mana dice as you manipulate rolls to duplicate, split, flip, and enchant your cards with spell effects to bend fate to your will. Because Spell Rogue has deck building and dice rolling. And that's double the nerd things experiment with dozens of legendary artifacts and hundreds of upgradable spells to build some truly wild combinations and those will come in handy as you attempt to cleanse the land and annihilate the monstrous void walkers cuz let's be honest voids are very dangerous and nobody should be walking anywhere near them head on over to spell rogue's steam page to learn more about the game and join in on the early access adventure today cuz those mana dice ain't gonna roll themselves <laughs>
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Firelight. I'm McWenna, the editor of a Second Wind, joined by KC and Frost. Well, no, I'm actually KC, and now KC is now me. Oh, no. I'm still me, though. <laughs> Marty is out of town tonight, so he is no not long not long for this world hosting this podcast today. <laughs> what is that picture that oh, Eric just put up this in the one? box? Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: this happened on Windbreakers a bit ago. It's like... Wow. Yeah, he, uh, he's in gamer prison. <laughs> he is in gamer prison. He
1: uh is busy doing something that I don't remember what he was doing. He, he had to go somewhere. <laughs> Take a uh, poo. Yeah, so we uh last week of course talked about all the <laughs> Spock speculation that mm-hmm. was uh turned out to be a big nothing burger. Uh but before we get to all that, of course, uh Second Wind is fully funded by fans like you. So if you enjoy our podcasts, our shows, our streams, our, us as people. Maybe consider heading on over to Patreon and giving us even a dollar a month helps us pay our paychecks every month. But how are you guys doing today? I'm a, I'm I'm specific, specifically very tired. I also just had ribs for dinner, so if I fall asleep during the podcast, that's my fault.
2: Oh, he's a saucy I, boy.
3: Right. <laughs> yeah, I made a very similar mistake. I had like a, a big ass chicken sandwich just before sitting down <laughs> here, and I feel slightly uncomfortable. Nah, but otherwise, uh, doing alright.
2: I ate nice and light. Three three Big Macs, twenty piece uh, milkshake. Yeah. Nothing heavy. 20 pieces, <laughs> Twenty pieces of a milkshake. Twenty pieces of a milkshake.
1: You know that's a <laughs> in McDonald's. That's like fifty dollars now.
2: Oh yeah, we have money now. No, I. You know I, I, <laughs> I was. I don't even said, go to McDonald's anymore, bro. That there's no dollar menu. I, what, what, yeah, there's I no can't. dollar menu. It's I
3: stopped selling I the the freaking orange packs. high C, and I I boycotted them. But then <laughs> they brought it back, so I guess I, I need to come back.
1: I went there a couple weeks ago, and. I somehow spent, like, $17 on, like, a McDouble, a ch- like, chicken nuggets and fried. I'm like, how, like, how? How did I spend, like, $14 on this? And so, so you I, didn't
3: also buy drugs? Like, there was, like, weed I, I, in a wrapper somewhere.
2: A little bag <laughs> crack. You know? Maybe. You got to check but, the bag, so, Nick, like, with the fries full, you know?
1: <laughs> what's on the fries? Is it white yeah. powder or <laughs> salt? It's not that sugar, sugar fries? <laughs> Uh, But I went back like a couple weeks later. I was like, "There's no way. Like, I must have fucked something up. There's no way I spent fourteen dollars here." So I ordered my next set of things, seventeen dollars. Like, what? What What's happening here? (laughs) So now,
2: it was actually twenty. You're right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like,
1: you know what? I'm never going to McDonald's again. You're gonna charge me that much? I'm just gonna get a good burger from somewhere. There you go. Uh, but yeah, Sharky Bunny, welcome to Tip Jar, and Joseph Esham, two dollars. As Marty fell into the void in the ad, he's MIA in real life. Yeah, he he made that ad and he got sucked into it and he's just gone. Never see him again. Um, I yeah, think Jesse just, made the ad. Well, just Jesse put him there for some reason. Then I, don't <laughs> I mean, know what, I don't Marty, know Marty and voids, Jesse.
3: Marty and voids go hand in hand. Like it, makes, <laughs> it
1: tracks. All right. So uh, as I was alluding to last week, we talked about the Xbox speculation, which. Uh, if you have any, if you have looked at my Twitter in the last few minutes, I tweeted out a bunch of uh, dumb YouTube thumbnails that have dumb-looking faces on them, going "Oh my God, Xbox is dead!" and the entire Twitter and internet were blowing up over Xbox going full multi-platform and dying and all this other bullshit. And the podcast announcement seemed to have happened uh, while we were streaming Hell Divers Two, defending democracy, <laughs> and it turns out it was a big nothing burger and basically. Pretty much everything I said last week is exactly what happened. They're staying in the console business. They're making their next big next-gen platform, which will be the biggest next-gen bump you have ever seen, according to them. I'll believe that when I see it, whatever yeah, that means. Uh, four boring. four unconfirmed, mostly confirmed <laughs> games are going multi-platform. The rumor, the leak, and pretty much the assumption is Hi-Fi Rush, Pentinence, of Thieves, and Grounded. Diablo four is coming to game pass on March 28th. And that was it. That was it. There's yeah. no like game the pass rumors. Diablo? Yeah. Game pass Diablo. I'm but my, the rumor, yeah, the rumors now. were that Starfield was going to PlayStation. Indiana Jones was confirmed for PlayStation and Gears of war and all these other games and all these influencers and speculation and all this baloney blew this thing up. And Xbox is like, okay, like, We've we got to get in front of this and we got to do a podcast basically or whatever the fuck they want to do to get this messaging straight because there's so much rampant speculation and rumors.
3: And yeah, it's like, just, so, like supposedly this started because of data mining, right? Like someone was looking at stuff they weren't supposed to in the first place and found out that Hi-Fi Rush was essentially going to be going to like the switch or something in the future. And then that kind of snowballed into just panic because the idea that Xbox, I guess, would leave the market entirely and become like this sort of third party publisher really kind of throws the like the gaming community at large to the wolves because Sony and Nintendo are so anti-consumer focused. Like, I, I get the fear, but like, yeah, it was full on panic mode and no one had any solid information to go off of when all this was coming out. Uh, but yeah, like, it's pretty mild information. Based on what yeah, came out of the... It, there's nothing surprising here. Like I, I said it last week,
1: there's no reason for Xbox as an ecosystem to go away. It makes no sense to build all this up, get all those people in the Game Pass subscriptions. 34 million now, according to the recent up, the update today. Mm-hmm. There is no logical explanation to get rid of Xbox as a brand and just go as a third-party publisher. That never made sense to me. Leaving the console business, why they still sell millions of consoles? They don't have to be the front runner.
3: They can still sell millions of consoles. Yeah, Xbox has been profitable for Microsoft. Like despite them being in a very far last place in terms of like the big platform yeah. holders, Microsoft in a uh, you know a silo is, on their is, own, is it's still is a Xbox big profitable? arm. I believe it is. Let's well, I mean, maybe if you down. if you look at the fact Ooh, that they just spent like numbers? seventy billion dollars, like yeah. maybe not by those metrics, but the fact that they would give them $70 billion to spend kind of tells you like, this is a big portion of their business. Mm -hmm. So like, I, I, yeah, I agree. Like they're not looking to kind of get out of gaming. Like some people were suggesting like that always seemed weird to me as a narrative. Yeah.
2: Um, I shouldn't have taken the bait, though. Like, what's stopping me from making a YouTube channel? It just a bunch of misinformation to try and bait like an answer out of them. We're like, oh, yo, new, next Gears of War is coming through Sony, there but isn't then the it's stuff. gonna go straight to Xbox like three days before.
1: Well, the the <laughs> like, the, the reason this stuff happened, like, I'm gonna uh, with my video series Unpacked, I'm gonna kind of get into how some of this stuff just dis- like kind of disseminates across the board, but like. A lot. What a lot of these influencers do is like Jeff Grubb or Stephen Totillo or uh, Tom Warren, whatever these, these big name journalists will basically say on their podcast or in a news bit or a newsletter or something like, I, I heard so and so are thinking about there's a possibility that Indiana Jones might go multi, multi-platform. There's a possibility that Gears of War. And basically influencers take that and go, oh my God, it's going to happen. It's going to happen because so-and-so said it. So, and I know better and all this bullshit. And it's like, just because you heard something doesn't mean it's happening. <laughs> like, and that's where a lot of this stuff comes from. Like, it, it, but on the other hand too, like I, you know, I, uh, on my, on my Twitter feed this evening, like pointed out like Paul Tassie going like, it's a, it's incomprehensible that Xbox didn't say in their podcast today that the, w- what four games are coming to multi-platform. And it's like, you, how long have you been covering games, man? Like, don't you fucking realize? Like, they probably have a marketing deal with PlayStation or Sony to announce these things at their own time and their own place of choosing. Like, it's a game being sold on their platform; they get to decide when they want to market
2: it. See, I wish, I wish Phil would get in his face a little. It's incomprehensible. <laughs> He's like, Paul, you know better than this. Yeah. <laughs> you know uh Good and well, why we did it? Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. It's just, I, you know, this. I mean, if you if if you
3: watched the like the podcast, uh, it, it is a very buttoned up corporate speak type of thing. Like it it's it has this framework of being this kind of casual address to like the fans who are worried. But it is very like hitting talking points and like marketing uh, buzzwords and like like halfway through we got kind of like a pitch about like the future of game pass and like the future of mm-hmm. Xbox hardware or whatever. Like this is, this is almost word for word what you would get uh, if you were like an investor or, sh- or a stakeholder in the company to kind of shore you up in case you were worried about pulling your funds out to go invest in like uh, the NFL or something. <laughs> uh, the the
1: goalposts have now moved though, is like now everybody's mad that they didn't announce, you know, the games that are going multi-platform and it's like, who the fuck cares? If you have Xbox, you probably already played these games. If you don't have Xbox, then great. You get more games to play. Like, what's the big deal? <laughs> it has no impact on you as an Xbox consumer that these games would be going to PlayStation or whatever. Just like Helldivers 2 had no impact on anybody playing it on PlayStation on it going to PC other than more people got to play it. And mm-hmm. now that studio has to hire more people to get the content out faster because people love it so much.
3: They actually made really good points in their discussion about how the four games that they are choosing to go multi-platform, like how it's a good idea for their business. Like mm-hmm. they're giving like bigger player bases uh, to these, especially the live service games that are rumored to be coming out. Um, and and in, in general, any developer who makes a game wants the biggest number of people to play that game. This was something that after they acquired Bethesda, um, Bethesda was upset about that. Like they were kind of getting retroactively, certain titles not being allowed to be multi-platform because they thought they'd be able to pick and choose like they thought they get to keep that mm-hmm. this kind of opens the doors back up for that studio who was uh you know multi-platform beforehand to be like hey can we make a game that will be multi-platform like it'll probably make sense for xbox to allow them to do that again
1: yeah well I've, and I, you know i think i've continually said since the early days of breakout like it does not make sense for a multiplayer game multiplayer focused game to be exclusive anymore yeah, it true. does not when you have a live service you need a big player base to keep it funded keep it going you need as many people as possible playing that game <laughs> so see if they use going multi-platform absolutely should be free to play too if it's not already i don't remember if it is but. damn son <laughs> uh, i
3: don't think it is because of the whole you know it's a multiplayer thing and then uh xbox game pass is tied to their multiplayer thing so like you kind of just got it if you were in the xbox ecosystem. i do wonder if when it goes to because that is one of the ones rumored like no one has confirmed it, but that is one of the big ones rumored to be going multi-platform. If that one does go, I'm curious if it will also become free to play at that point. Because like what what is there to lose? Like they're I don't think they're selling any more new copies to see if these. No, no. I think they'll make a hell of a lot more money off microtransactions
1: off that than they would trying to sell it as a premium game on PlayStation or Switch. Is that is that game something you think like PlayStation players would be into like. Yeah, I think so. I, honestly, like it's, it's got that survival. I mean, it's not, you know, it's, it's a more in depth, I think, than a survival crafting game, but uh, it's got a lot of those elements that, you know, kids really like, especially. Which game? Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Very, very um, friend
2: oriented game. And yeah. That's for, that. that's for bros, man. Like 20 year, 25 year olds getting <laughs> off work. Like, yeah, let's go get drunk on the ship it's just too expensive to be in a bar nowadays it's yeah. a, it's a time for online bars to be back yeah but it's just sort of i, I don't know this whole, this whole tribalism instead of they're shooting themselves in the foot just to say hey my piece of plastic is better if you, your games that you love especially if you're playing multiplayer which are some of the biggest titles out there right now you want as many people on them as possible so why would you gate off a portion of the community you could probably still even do that, that setting where it's like no nah, cross-platform off okay yeah, I mean, to yeah, me, it like people, care about. Yeah.
1: people want, you know, especially the Xbox crowd, you want more high quality first party games. Then I want more people buying the games that they make so that they get more funds to make better and bigger games. Like, yeah, <laughs> the exclusivity doesn't it just doesn't do anything. And people are like, well, what reason would I have to buy an Xbox? Well, people don't want to put a computer in their living room. And if the game's not available on PlayStation, then great. But as we said last week, like it's different. It's different now than it used to be. Like if you're on Xbox and you've been with Xbox since Xbox one, hell even Xbox 360, you have a whole digital library in there. You have a whole ecosystem of friends, most likely Mm -hmm. like it's a lot, it's a much bigger deal to switch from Xbox to PlayStation, PlayStation or PlayStation to Xbox now than it used to be like, you don't just sell your games and your, your physical copies of games
3: anymore. And then just restart, you lose a lot of money and investment. Yeah, that could be a big reason uh, among several others, like why Sony has dominated for so long Uh, is because, yeah, like in that era where the digital library was becoming a thing, like Sony was the clear front runner and winner. Like they were doing everything the consumers wanted. uh, And so they built their library on that platform. Well, I mean, they were doing most of the stuff the consumers wanted.
1: Really? Because they don't really have much, if any, backwards compatibility from ps2 well, I mean, to ps3 to the PS4. yeah like <laughs> yeah. that
3: one that was a that was a misstep on them for <laughs> yeah. sure but like but people people chose what they wanted like we like sony was by far the favorite last generation and so going into this yeah, new okay, one like people generation. wanted to hold yeah people wanted to hold on to yeah, that really library so like, it really didn't matter what plug. xbox said well you couldn't hold on
1: to the library. well ps4 to ps5 yeah uh I keep forgetting we're looking at PS5. But yeah, right, PS- right, yeah, yeah. I was right, going to say, because right. Xbox 360 was way more consumer-friendly than PS3. Oh, PS4, like, I, I agree with you. With I know. I agree with no, no. <laughs> you. But that's what I'm saying. is it, yeah, it's, yeah. it flip-flopped every time from Xbox or PS2 to Xbox 360 yeah, and it was, to PS3. It was easier to do PS4. that without
2: that digital library following you. Yeah. Yeah, it's once we got to the hey, what, the Xbone where it's like, all right, <laughs> yeah. Sony's got the heads up. And then after that, it's like, OK, it's just Sony the whole way here. Yeah, Nintendo, despite. I think think a lot of leverage. Any of that stuff? Yeah, a lot of leverage might have been lost with like me when Xbox kind of dropped the ball. I didn't go to Sony. I went to PC. And a lot of my friends Mm. who were on Xbox also just was like, you know what? We might as well just go to PC at this point. So it's all coming back. They're following me. (laughs) Sony's coming (laughs) back. I'm waiting for Nintendo to come
3: back. I feel like that's like you, that pivot is a much smaller
2: subsection than just the average Joe. It is. It is. So like. So My yeah. Friend, if you do, yeah, they still have consoles. <laughs> <laughs> they have huge PCs, but they're like, I bought a nice couch, and I need. I'd rather have the console for it. And now, funny enough, even though it was PlayStation because of the better exclusives, like Casey was saying, like straight up, they had the culture, right? But mm. uh, now with Xboxes being uh, more like cross-platform and the Game Pass being so good, the uh, Xbox Series S is looking very, very tasty, very juicy. That library that sticks with you, even though these games can disappear at any moment, uh, you kind of want to sort of have a legacy, like a, a library, as before, because physical just doesn't mean a damn anymore.
3: Yeah, and that that's what makes Game Pass so freaking attractive. Is like you buy into a library, like you don't have mm-hmm. to start from scratch when you jump into that ecosystem. But like people don't, people still don't want to leave. Like I don't know. I I feel like there's a big subset of people who don't um, who don't feel comfortable being a multi-console household. Like they just aren't comfortable with that. Like they're gonna spend money at the start of a generation and pick one or the other. Like there's that no there's no point where they go, all right, well let me just get the other one so I can get whatever they ha- have going for them. They're like, nope this is the one I picked. I'm done. I don't know.
2: Maybe I'm I'm not sure. Um, that's what it feels like.
3: <laughs> I,
1: I think I think that's online culture mostly. I think, I think that is some clinically online. Yeah I think <laughs> well, most, most people just see <laughs> okay these are the games i want to play here's the platform i want to play them on or their platform that their friends are on and even that even with multiplayer games like even that isn't like now <laughs> i feel like a lot of people might even choose their console based on which controller you like more because half the big multiplayer games are cross-play now yeah, no, no, this so is, what does it no, matter yeah this is discord, household, you know, yeah, you no have discord on playstation and xbox now so you don't even need to use their party functions like I don't know it's all it's also connected like I, I Phil Spencer said on the thing today like he thinks exclusives are gonna matter
2: less and less as yeah. time goes on. I agree like I fully agree with that. I just like uh, what do you call it exclusivity and tribalism that matters when there is territory that you're trying to buy up territory that you're trying to gain. We have uh, and I' said this in a cold take at the old place we're just kind of gone past the point of like let's buy up as much territory and land. Now it's just like a race to see who's got the next on. It's like Civ, right? You've you've conquered everything on the map. Now let's let's see who's going to win through either tech or through culture. I feel like Sony was getting the, uh, the culture way better than Xbox, and now Xbox is like, fine, we'll cut them off in the cloud. We're going <laughs> to the future, baby. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, we're willing to play, but Sony doesn't want to. They don't want to play with us. They don't want multi-platform. There's but that's because the they're winning. Right, It's, exactly. it's because exactly. they are but so far that's out in front. But not sensible to the consumer. If you're thinking like, yeah, why why would Sony play with you? They're better than you, right? But still, it, to everyone who's like, I just want to play with my friend. That's all I care about. Sony. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: I don't they, care uh, if you are With the CEO of uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment, like literally just wasn't there. Like just a news quote this week. You know what I'm saying, like yeah, our, our internal studios had to be better about business. <laughs> 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 so I mean. <laughs> I feel like I feel like in this day and age, you're just you're just losing out on customers if you don't put your games as as, as many places as
3: possible. Right. So like, so what is the big holdup? Because we 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 all know deep in our hearts that Nintendo, if they ever decide to do this, they will be by far the last. Like it'll be like five years after everyone else has has decided that this is the oh, wave that they join in. So Nintendo, like, what is the holdup?
1: Nintendo's its own thing. Like Nintendo is not chasing. The eight-year well, unless it's Metroid Prime Four, but the eight-year development cycle <laughs> <laughs> for these massive, massive games uh, with the highest-end graphics and all that stuff—like they know their audience. They know their audience is going to be that, whether it's Nintendo 3DS or Switch or Switch Two or whatever. They know their audience is going to stick with Nintendo. Like that is yeah. the—I think out of all the fan bases, that is the most loyal fan base. To I, they release a certain type of game, they like, and those are the games they want to stick with. Playsta- Playstation, like even even PlayStation's changing. Like Hell Divers Two is the first first party exclusive they had to launch day and date with PS Five and PlayStation or uh, PC. Mm-hmm. And look at look at the sales. Like it's it had two hundred thousand concurrent players yesterday. So clearly, like, clearly that's a lot more uh, a lot more sales than that game would have got on just the PS Five. So I bet they're looking at that, especially the money hats are like, hmm,
3: what if yeah, we, in particular what, for what their we, live service
1: stuff, yeah. Yeah, well, even their single player stuff. Like, what if we just, you know, put our game on another platform, day and date, and maybe we get more sales
3: right out of the gate because of all the hype <laughs> and the social. I, don't know. I, f- I feel like they'd be because, like, going off of like their track record, like they have been so hesitant to branch to, like, to in their minds, they're devaluing their exclusive, like, uh, like their their big seventy dollar premiere titles, right? If it's not just on that platform. It feels like they can't justify the it's cost. Not, of It's it. not no. It's not devaluing. It's just saying if you want to play this, you have to spend
2: the five hundred dollars to play it. Uh, <laughs> that's what they're saying. <laughs> Nintendo's just like its own thing. I, I don't even know how to describe them because I feel like yeah, Sony, Sony earned the culture. Nintendo's made a dynasty, right? Like even if the next console's a flub, people are still gonna buy that one. Whereas if Sony get, gets a few duds, then it's like, all right, Xbox time. Nintendo is just in its own lane selling toys. <laughs> I, I don't know did what they, they did. They they won long term. They are the elves of Lord of the Rings.
3: What what Nintendo did? Well, they're was, they're just the family
1: friendly console. Like every, like they every they solidified
3: long-term. their position as a secondary console. So yes. yes. Like they somehow made it so that they are always in the conversation, but kind of just in the shadows, like above the, the like the the brawl fest that is Xbox and Sony. So whenever those guys have beef, it doesn't matter who wins because right after the next purchase is a Nintendo console because it's nope. in the right price point and they have all the games that you absolutely have to play, right? Like I feel like part of that is why maybe they're like it doesn't it doesn't do them any good to go multi-platform because doesn't matter what anyone else actually buys as their first console. That same customer is going to get a Nintendo console.
2: Yeah. I think Nintendo does die if they, if they let go of their exclusives, at least in the <laughs> gaming side of things, because that's the only thing right oh, now. Yeah, because uh, PC and a Switch, my yeah, friends, I mean, Xbox yeah. or, or PlayStation and whatever Nintendo is cracking out. It's, if it's I, just uh, that secondary slot.
1: Yeah, if I could get all my Switch exclusives on my uh, Steam Deck and play them at, you know, acceptable frame rates <laughs> <laughs> then i would drive, drop take that switch out the window
3: <laughs> like would you well I'm, this this is probably a dumb question asking you guys because we work in this industry but i feel like if nintendo was like all right we're just gonna pump a bunch of r d into the next handheld version of a switch and now it actually runs the way like some of these you know competitors do now but you have the added benefit of nintendo class uh exclusives like, would that price out like average Joe's or would would they eat in terms of the hardware and now the software? No, I would. I would never switch to Nintendo for like my
1: Main.
2: main? Is that what you're telling me? No. Yeah. No, like if, if no, Nintendo no. was like, all yeah, right, we're we'll, on online... we'll this
3: race for real now, as opposed to being like
2: this. No. Sort of
1: their so online they... infrastructure is still 20 years old. I think You definitely
2: <laughs> hit on it that it is it is secondary. It is not a primary meat. It's bacon, mm-hmm. right? it it needs something else to hold up with it so no nah, even if they just pumped it all out had had the hardware you couldn't you couldn't see me on that Absolutely not
1: yeah that when they when their store takes 10 minutes to load you you, you ain't getting me on their primary console <laughs> everything's
2: so slow <laughs> until it's time to whip out the card and then like boom boom <laughs> yeah. there you go no load Swipe that card again <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, ele- elevated music in the chat There's literally no reason to own a console. Yes, there is. People that want to put a fucking PC under their TV. Yeah, it's ugly. <laughs> this, this mindset is stupid. I'm like, sorry, I, it's just yeah. dumb. I, I don't, so I have my computer. I, to use my computer on my TV, I had to drill holes in my ceiling and run an HDMI cable out to my living room. You didn't have
2: to do that, did you? Is that <laughs> bad for the PC to like hook it up to a, a big ass TV? I know you have a big TV. No, why would it be bad for... It's just another monitor. I'm just wondering. I'm not tech savvy. Yeah, I, I use oh, TV. No, it's, my no, it's not bad monitor. at all. It's not bad. Okay, because... No, just I like just that. didn't
1: want to lug my PC out
3: there. Fair. No, it's So bad.
1: I just had my friend's brother drill holes in my ceiling and run a wire.
3: <laughs> Steam Link
1: is a thing. I don't want to do it over a, wire, a wireless connection. Steam Link is also a little finicky. My, my PC... I, I could sell my consoles now. Like, if PlayStation brought all their exclusives to PC, I could sell both my consoles. and be perfectly fine because... Uh, the PS5 controller has really good Bluetooth and I can connect it directly to my computer from 20 feet out there and I play games on my TV through my computer like I would any other console. It's great. I love it. Berber is with a great point though. Says why bother with the TV when you can just play on a computer? True. I
2: don't want to be in this office though. <laughs> yeah. I got a really nice setup down there and, and yeah, the PC is just in the way. So just yeah. throw a tiny little box that barely whistles when you turn it on. Oh, I didn't know. I see. And, I see.
1: and uh, also people don't want to, not a lot of people, not a lot of console primary players want to play on PC because all they hear about all the time is this game is unoptimized and doesn't work. When you put a game into a console, 99.9% of the time it works. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like it's just a plug-and-play machine. PCs are set up and play, and nobody wants to do that.
2: Man, man, even I don't. As someone who's been on PC <laughs> yeah. for 10 years, I just was changing out my graphics card. It takes five minutes to change out a graphics card, but it took me an hour because I was constantly looking. Yeah read Reddit threads of and like, did I put this upside down? Will I fry my shiz? You know, like it's just too much. It's just too much. Yeah. It's about yeah, they, oh man,
3: the stress when you ever you have to like open your PC back up and like fix something. Like, what if you <laughs> just brick it? <laughs> I, am, <laughs> I am. I am. A, Thousands I, of dollars I, down the drink. I'm always terrified of like this.
1: There's this little tiny prong, and that thing's
3: gonna snap, and my entire computer is shot. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm like, I'm like delicate
2: yeah. little princess of a PC. Yeah. Mission <laughs> Impossible. Like, make sure my sweat doesn't hit it. Yep. Like, Absolutely. Meanwhile, hilarious. you could, like, yep. drop kick a
3: switch down the hallway.
2: <laughs> Yo, it, my my ceiling it rained through. My house flooded, and it went straight onto my Xbox 360. And I, I oh, can no. hear the water. I even turned it sideways, and it went. Sh- <laughs> and I plugged <laughs> her in later on after it dried out, and it was running fine wow. 100%. PC's it's just out. clean on
3: the inside now. Nice. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah no, it's, no, no.
2: That's dirty roof walk. Nice. Going, <laughs> <back to>,
1: uh, <laughs> going back to all that Xbox stuff, I just, yeah, I'm excited to make that unpacked video and just show, like, how, like, where this rumor started, where the influencers pulled it and took it. And then, boom! It's like it was, this whole fucking it was firestorm. Me. Yeah,
2: it was exactly for us. I, like I just love spreading misinformation on the internet. And then,
1: and then, and then, kind of funny, stole our title of our podcast from last week today.
2: Well, I'm I'm sure they don't
3: watch this. <laughs> I'm sure too. I'm I'm almost positive Greg Miller knows who none of
1: are. <laughs> <laughs> we see you stealing our work. <laughs>
3: Drive like safe. I want I want to admit, like I uh, completely original title. <laughs> like i'm excited to see uh nick's video on all of this discourse but i'm worried nick that you are spending too much time looking at this sort of discourse and it is not healthy for you
1: i muted i did what i said i was gonna do i muted uh, the term xbox for the entire week until today <laughs> i didn't want to see any of it i unmuted it today and i'm like this is it that's it we've we, this entire internet blew up over this stupid I'm just glad I didn't what, waste any yeah, time yeah. worrying
2: about this. This is why I just follow <laughs> rugby players on Twitter now. You know, <laughs> why? <of> why? Because <laughs> they, they don't, rugby. They don't care about console wars. Uh, <laughs> yeah, most of the world does. It is the third most watched event in the entire world. And when did don't, that happen? I don't understand the rule. It's been the thing. World Cups number one, obviously. Rugby, I think, is two or three. Olympics is like four. Super Bowl is like nine. You know. So well, I'm cool. just there. I'm just there. It must It's just, jumped just this, America, Nick. It must have jumped this year. Well, yeah, I know
3: that. Soccer,
1: soccer is the most watched sport in the world by a huge margin. It's not even close. Oh, yeah. Well, for sure. That's okay. I don't care about any of that. Just, like, Would I more people
3: watch, watch the World Cup or Taylor Swift? World
2: Cup. Easy. <laughs> easy, yeah. Can't, can't drink <laughs> as much around Taylor Swift. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> too she s- <laughs> <laughs> did you say you can't drink as much? Yeah, you can't drink as much. She was literally
1: caught on TV chugging a beer in Kansas
2: City. Oh, a beer. <laughs> I'm not there. <laughs> did, did she have her pinky up? up I Kansas City. It's like 30 bucks for a beer. That's criminal. No. Just, just pour half of it into your beard and save it for later delicious you know I, I think as you said though big old nothing burger coming out of the xbox i'm if anything i, oh I wish i hadn't said anything i wish they'd let him just like oh i heard this i heard that and phil just goes no i didn't i <laughs> on, just on his twitter just while he's in the bathroom i didn't hear nothing he, he just pops on twitter and goes you what mate <laughs> yeah, you know, like, how, how did reggie handle this kind of stuff with nintendo granted social media wasn't like you know that weird back then N- nintendo has assassins
3: like if you leak nintendo information like you disappear there you go if it was real you'd be dead there you go. <laughs> would you be more afraid of nintendo's assassins or rockstar's oh yeah rockstar got some hitters too <laughs> <laughs> i
2: don't know but i don't I
3: feel like they did have to say something like as dumb as all of the overblown discourse around them possibly going third party or whatever was because it was dumb like it was very dumb it was like a lot like like you could not escape it anywhere you went on the internet. So like they did have to say something just to calm a lot of that down. And luckily, like all of it was wrong in terms of the discourse, because like if it turned out that the stuff that they were blowing up about was right, then like that would have been a big blow. And and not even saying that it was like if everything that was coming out was true, that's not even that bad. Like if Xbox was like, hey, we are going to be a full third party thing. Uh, the the consoles will like will taper down on on the R and D for those, but like we'll make sure that you know the software goes to everywhere and like that money is allocated to the devs, whatever. Like that's not the worst idea in the world, but like it would have felt Boy. like it because the people who were you know gloom and dooming it would have felt vindicated. Well,
1: you know I brought up those Xbox influencers are like I'm quitting the Xbox platform over all this, and then Ooh. now they're like. Crawling on back to like, hey, d-.
2: yeah. Never quit. <laughs> it's a drug. It's a drug. <laughs> S- saying you quit is part of the, the drug. It really yeah. is part of the ritual.
1: Yeah. I quit Twitter for a whole two minutes. <laughs> 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 like, I, like
3: wonder, I wonder, I wonder if they felt the like, yeah. I wonder like, like a toxic, like a person, like a boyfriend in a toxic relationship. Like they legitimately felt like if they yelled about leaving, that that's what would change Xbox's mind about whatever decisions that they nah, had made. That they feel nah, like they're it's responsible. All, you
1: just for get getting them to the Honestly, you know, it's like, just it's all part of the ge- it's all part of the influencer game. Of I'm leaving. It's a big thing. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Oh, I'm coming back now. It's a big thing again. And right, know, yeah, they like are for like a they're, week. They're or keeping two. themselves in the news cycle. A part of it, and that's like that's the insidious part about a lot of that stuff. Is you know, it's just these guys command a lot of intention. Because, you know, they supposedly know people at Xbox and they they have all the leaks and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, it, Xbox, like, I think I think learned probably a big lesson on this is like, don't don't cater to that. And this is what happens when you have a social media pile. I don't, and think, that
3: they, I don't think they did cater to that, though. They, they did fair. Wow.
1: Uh, cl- cl- like Clobril. Like, I I don't know who that person is. I have no Ooh. idea. Clobril. They do all like the Xbox graphics that look. Very official. I have no idea who the person is. I have no idea about their personality, but Uh hundreds of thousands of people follow them for these graphics and for Xbox insider info and all this kind of stuff. And like Xbox, like Phil Spencer and Xbox and all that would retweet, you know, even the posters that they make and all that. They're basically doing free marketing for Xbox.
3: Yeah. so, So, yeah. And that way you would engage because like there's a lot of people following that guy. Yeah. Yeah. But like they haven't like invited him on a stage or nothing, right? Like
1: well, that, that was the point I made last week—is like the fact that Xbox hasn't hired people like that or Tim Dog or whatever tells me <laughs> they don't want to work with them, and they're just kind of putting up with with them.
3: That's, yeah, I mean, because yeah, because that's yeah. where their fans are, right? Like you can't, yeah, you can't pretend they're not there when they're when they have that big of a, a chunk of your audience. Well,
1: if, I, yeah, I wouldn't pretend they weren't there. I would hire them if they're if they're doing all that stuff for me. <laughs> but but not if they suck you win though well it's you know I don't like I said I, I don't have no judgment on Clover I have no Yeah, idea. I don't even know who that is. is I have no idea who the person behind that is but like some of these other Xbox influencers you know inside baseball stuff a little bit but just in general like this is just yet another one of those things where like X, Xbox Xbox
3: just needs to put out good games and all this goes away <laughs>
2: that's, <laughs> really,
1: that's really the good game
2: thing. lover crumb.
3: Yeah, yeah we've been waiting for that for a while now haven't we <laughs> <laughs> like that—that yeah. that has been the answer to their woes for so long, and yeah. like they still have not been able to do that consistently. Like every now and then they got one, but then that's just yeah. not enough in this There's landscape. Two
1: hundred four and Ivan asked why? Why would they hire them when they are doing it for free? Uh, if you hire them, and like this is the this is the ugly business side of it. If you hire them, you control them, <laughs> and so when there is speculation and rumors, they can't drive their audiences crazy.
2: Uh, you also can't. I mean, yeah, you could dangle the carrot forever, like. You know, well, it's, yeah. I know, like they ask, they,
1: ask, they ask why not hire them or oh, why yeah, would yeah, they yeah, hire yeah. them? And I'm saying, well, you would hire them to control that information that they put out. Yeah,
2: it is as much political as anything else, because be an influencer for like, I don't know, 10 years. And then, you know, you get to lobby after the fact. Yeah. You know? mm. So that's. Yeah, just like that, that's there. an endgame. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like
3: you like even for Microsoft, they know that you can't just buy like the like the big content people in your community because once you are officially under that band then those people are like well I can't trust anything you say you just work for them now right exactly like so like they're aware of that like so yeah it, it makes more sense to to like work with them but like yeah you're not gonna actually pay them to do anything like they're already doing it
2: they do yeah. on that ground floor but like I said before this went through, influencers especially like the ones that you know i'm an xbox influencer i'm a playstation influencer they want the the console wars to keep on going there is no need for them if there's console peace so they're just gonna keep on riling up they're warmongers absolutely it's snow piercer i bet like the the sony (laughs) and the nintendo and the xbox influencers all get together in the same hot tub smell their own (laughs) farts they're all in on it
1: (laughs) i just you know like it's probably like a conversation for another day i just like I can't even I can't even like parse in my head having that much of a connection to a piece of hardware. The fact that like I would be a fan of it. I just I just can't. Like I can't get that through my head how like I would ever go on the internet and defend Xbox or PlayStation or Nintendo over something like I literally they're just games. That's that's what they are to me. I enjoy games, I enjoy playing games, I enjoy talking about games. That's as far as it goes. Like there's not once I have ever been angry about well okay that's false i have been angry when xbox did not fix the red ring of death shit and i went through five ex- different xboxes i was angry but at you, xbox but Then you kept
2: buying them didn't you you gave them the wrong message <laughs> i will buy another one if it breaks that's i mean i've heard
3: i've heard that story like they once three, once they yeah. got the news about it they they spent a lot of money to try and fix it that's like, enough while. not not fast (laughs) enough for that got it
2: yeah Yeah, i get you i bought three of them in the 360 days (laughs) yeah i went i went through a couple 360s (laughs)
1: yeah but like i just the i I just man i'd be super interested i don't know if there are studies or not i just the the mental health study of people that have that much of an attachment to something like that because it's like sports
2: right really like a little is a little, little little friendly rivalry, but then people get a little too much, and the fun is the hating. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. Even, I don't even like football. I just like getting rowdy, you know. Yeah, and it's the, yeah, it's the tribalism weird.
3: around yeah. it. Like
2: it's it's in everything. It's not
3: just yeah, games. Stuff. It's okay. not just sports. It's in media. It's in uh, like crafts. Yeah. It's probably yeah. like, oh, like like okay.
1: PTA meetings. Maybe maybe I'm just not a hardcore fan of everything, anything. Because somebody brought up my Red Wings hat, and I'm like. Yeah, I like the Red Wings, but I would never get mad at somebody for <laughs> trash-talking the Red Wings. I don't give a shit.
3: I the mean, United you're point. probably a, a, a well-adjusted adult. <laughs>
2: she also knows that they're a little doo <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> to get excited about right now. You might make
1: the playoffs this year. You shut down. We're rebuilding mouth. again.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't even have a hockey team. Well, neither do I. I'm in Kansas City. I <laughs> so, love the Penguins. Uh, oh, is God that them? Like, why?
3: Aren't they like, uh, That's are they like the best one, right now? Like, That's like one step above the Bruins the Bruins are awful yeah, weren't they like broken it. for a while I feel like in college the Penguins were like unbeatable for some reason I, I, I like I, my I played, roommate talked about nothing but the goddamn Penguins
2: I played an Maybe. NHL game once and their their stats were the best so that's the best team <laughs> <laughs> it changes year to year oh yeah it was in 2005 so I, I'd imagine so
1: I do no. oh, well.
2: That's so it. Just what? What can you do? A big old nothing burger. We're gonna make something out of it. It's it's almost like uh, what is it? Like just just in general, it's an unfortunate thing about the news cycle. But you got to keep it in mind that for them, it's better to say something stupid as it may be than to say nothing. Oh uh, well, yeah, I mean it's it.
1: You know that's what they do. They make they make money from drawing up yeah. the drama and stuff like that. Yeah. Hell, it works. It works. I mean, I I can't do it because like I look at those thumbnails that I like I shared and I just feel stupid even looking at those. Like the Dreamcast, do it on a guy, burner. The, the two Dreamcast, Dreamcast guy thumbnails. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll just use
2: AI to generate. Yeah, my yeah, dumb yeah. Face. Do it, on, do it on a burner. <laughs> like I got genuinely just want to like I don't know. People call these social experiments, but I'm just a little gremlin, right? I was like, how how big could I make a YouTube channel that just spreads console misinformation?
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> not hard. Just look look at Tucker. Like, Carlson. I, I
2: gotta I gotta admit, like that that is a temptation.
3: Like in this field, to be like, all right, well, what's the easiest way? To like grow an audience or like be in some aspect successful. But like, I don't know, curse my parents that I was like maybe raised with a little bit of integrity. <laughs> that like, I don't like, I don't know how long I could actually do that. Like, just being like really fake.
2: And, uh, the- if it's all, satirical like, enough, though, I'm okay with it. That's oh, it's like so, a Steven, if it's Stephen Colbert video game. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I've had that idea. Or, or, that's, or, a, like that's a, like a, a, a bora. You, you know what I mean? All yeah, you, you have, have to do to be successful
1: rat. in YouTube media, Actually, I, I, I put it in my, uh, my free Patreon column. You can go read about uh, So you want to write about games. Uh, if you make the white thumbnail with a, your dumb face with red text, you are in. You are instant success story.
2: Yeah, but I'm a man Try of Try it out, guys. What? But I'm a man of color.
1: Even better, <laughs> that, no, <laughs> no, yeah, really. you stand that, out more because the, 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 all no, the just don't like don't like guys, M- is, M- guys whole, like me.
2: There's a whole side note thing, but the, there have been like some some high level twitchers and whatnot that have tested out the difference yeah, white thumbnails and not. And yeah, mm-hmm. so there's a, a bit of a bias. Yeah, sh- newsflash, you guys are racist. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, oh, see, even and Paul brings it up too. I could do it in Spanish as well. I just hit a, a like a huge old audience by being bilingual. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Absolutely. That is yeah, you true. Gotta,
1: you gotta, and you have the voice. You already have a leg up on everybody. You can no, make, I'm not you can I make even the I would dumbest I we use those bit.
2: filters and, and use those weird cadences. No, no, like in the back end uh, you can like make the, the dumbest clickbait sound great. That's your no, tagline. They don't want that. Have you heard, seen these clickbait videos? Yeah, Half of, half of them, them are on just my like, Twitter
3: feed all the time now with
2: Tucker Carlson. Yeah, and they're in Half, they're half of them are
3: text-to-speech.
2: Like, there's not even real people <laughs> yeah. talking to you. Yeah, like that that slow kid that read in class. So you're like, oh, not, not, not his turn again. <laughs> <laughs> that is the YouTube accent for these kinds of things. I don't know. <laughs> Fall asleep to it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to just, it's over the weekend. I'm just going to run a, uh, what is it? Yellow journalism account, <laughs> hey, dude. It's
1: great. I I, I remember like <clears> a few <throat> years ago, like this YouTuber popped onto the scene, uh and I kept seeing his thumbnails because YouTube just loves to put those in my algorithm for some reason, even though I never watch them. I hide them every time I see them. Guy named like Downward Thrust, and I was like, "That is a I- name. That is a hell of a YouTube name." And then <laughs> it was just all the same. This failed in red, big red text, and this sucks, and this is woke in big red text. I'm like, Jesus. Christ, there's, there's literally there's literally uh, a template for this stuff. You can Google it.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna try. It. <laughs> yeah, let's see that. That's gonna be a I'll cook up a nine month a nine month cold take baby. Where it's like, all right, I just spread oh, misinformation. Uh, Here's how big it went. I'll, I, I'll do I the. Support that.
1: I'll do the red laser eyes emoji for me on my <laughs> un- unpacked about all this Xbox stuff with the white red thumbnail and the red text. <laughs> love it. I love it. And then and it. then a, and then a sorely red text pointing to mm-hmm. uh the Xbox console <laughs> saying it's dead.
3: Eric is so fast.
2: Yo, arrows yes. Oh my god.
3: <laughs> like what on earth?
2: <laughs> oh oh it's criminal, man. <laughs> <laughs> Got the red arrow and everything too. With In the circle. Oh, no. oh my god.
1: Uh, Lou, Lou May says, Nick, clearly a distaste of stuff is white and hit your targets. You're absolutely fucking right. It is. And that's why I'm glad
3: I got fired. <laughs>
2: I refuse. <was just> <laughs> absolutely. So, I mean, yeah. there
3: were a couple of other things that came out of that uh, uh, podcast that we didn't like dive into super heavy. Uh, at the very least, the fact that they said that they were still going to focus on uh, hardware going forward and that the next one that's planned is supposed to be this gigantic technological leap. Uh, what do you guys make of that as a is that just like a kind of throwaway assurance or did they kind of reveal something in, in terms of like their oh, the, their philosophy? The Series
1: X refresh like already leaked. We, we saw that. Right. Yeah, year, we saw that. Thing. So we are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a dumb. That's how stupid is all this when their console plans literally leak through the FTC and everybody's like they're leaving the console business. Yeah, that was it was that. It, was, it dumb. was there. Their <laughs> plans were already there.
2: Yeah, got scared of that <laughs> Kentucky Fried console still on the way.
1: <laughs> that thing that thing should have taken over the world. What are we doing? A fucking console? <laughs> like, you would never have to leave. All I got to do next is add a toilet to one of these things.
2: You get sick of smelling chicken all day, though. Surely. No. no, no, no food, bro. You take that smell home with you, and you're like, oh, God. Yeah, I, I, I,
1: I feel like if you bought a console that makes chicken for you, you're probably not getting tired of the chicken smell. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah! If you bought it, yeah, no, yeah. More, more, they're more than happy. You, you are, you are set in stone with what you are yeah, doing with your sure.
1: life. <laughs> you are uh, not leaving your basement. <laughs> you are eating chicken and you are <laughs> shitting in a box next to you
2: to keep playing that game for. That, hours. That's what I'm saying there. Like you, this, you is, say, this is a nightmare <laughs> scenario that you're describing. <laughs> you said the technological leaps, where I'm like, does it cook chicken? Because what what do we have left to do now? <laughs> that we're even losing features. It's not going to have a disc tray, so. What, what are we doing? Yeah the,
3: the, yeah, the odds of it having a distray are probably low. Like, like but like, yeah, what what what, no what, what could they possibly add to make this a leap? Like, more teraflops? <laughs> I'm not even using the ones I got. Yeah, <laughs> you got tera chops now.
1: Hey, hey, hey,
2: hey. <laughs> like, turn into a drone or something.
1: Uh, yeah. But yeah, so they, they the Series X refresh sounds like it's going to be announced as holiday. And then they're, I, I think Tom Warren was the one that said it, maybe Steven Totillo, but like the. Date for this big next Xbox console is like twenty twenty eight. Oh,
3: that like that's not like a refresh, right? That's a, a just that's, a new that's, box. That's their next their next
1: right. gen okay. console.
3: So That's when the next
2: Halo drop. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, got
1: no, your Mandalorian says Terra crops. No, it's a Terra chops. Terra pork craps. chops. Yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, that's. <laughs> <her>. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's it is what it is. I said far away console
2: I don't care about right now <laughs> I mean if they keep going cross-platform I'm not getting it you know that's well, I mean, hardware if, if you're
1: yeah I mean I honest, yeah. honestly honestly I probably I <coughs> you know I say I won't get it but then
3: I have an Xbox X and Series S because I'm a bum but I, know, yeah, I also bought a Series S I, it is for my son but I bought both of them <laughs>
2: See, I and I've even been considering an S. I was like, Steam Deck or S? I don't, I don't know what I want now.
1: I'm a I'm an asshole. I I have a Series S for my bedroom and an Xbox Series X for my basement. <laughs>
3: this is this is why I was hoping that they would get around to releasing that dongle thing because I, I just stick that in my bedroom TV and have an Xbox upstairs. Yeah. But
1: yeah. You you no news. Know. All right. Well. All right. I'm not that much of an asshole because I got the Series X as a review unit and then the Series S I bought. <laughs> So, don't know most- much an <laughs> Having
2: two consoles, <laughs> <laughs> if
1: I was really an asshole, I would I would drill a hole through my floor into my bedroom So I connect my PC to my TV in my room. But I mean,
3: I was like your house. Do day.
1: it. Nobody's gonna stop you. <laughs> yeah. Lou saying hang on. Why was Tucker Carlson mentioned earlier? Anyways, because they were talking oh. about AI generated clickbait
3: bullshit, and that's all he does. I'll do it. I'll do it. just says, <laughs> did Nick just backhandedly call Casey an asshole? <laughs>
1: Uh, (laughs) no i said uh, i was an asshole because i'm so lazy that i just bought an xbox for my bedroom (laughs) instead of just disconnecting yeah i I didn't buy it
2: for myself the series s was for my child Mm. (laughs) so i am lazy enough the the thought, so i'm like steam deck gaming laptop or xbox s i don't know which one
1: steam all right steam deck well yeah steam deck's the best option because you can just get the steam deck and then they have the like the docking ports. Get a docking port for each of your
3: TVs, and you're good to go. How Steve, much is that all together? The Steam Deck and like it, that because that docking port is not like
2: cheap, right? Yeah, it's
3: like thirty five bucks.
2: Oh, oh yeah, that breaks after I've dropped like seven hundred for the Steam no, I, Deck. No, thirty five is just too much.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
2: It is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, since we talked all this talk about Xbox, uh, let's talk a little bit about Sony. Uh, mm-hmm. Because the big news story that's going around about Sony right now is that none they are not releasing any major first-party franchise important word there in case mm-hmm. you, titles until at least April 2025. So why you calling me out? <laughs> <laughs> <You know what? laughs> it's, it's a good thing I fact checked you. <laughs> mm. uh, but that that may, mainly means you know no God of War, no Horizon, Horizon. damn no Sly Cooper, uh, nice. no. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm assuming Ghost Tsushima counts as a major franchise, um, but that doesn't mean they're not going to be releasing first party titles. That means like whatever's coming is new IP, which I'm more excited about than more franchise stuff. So gimme, gimme, gimme
3: that, that's news to my, that's music to my ears. We're I mean, that, that specification that they're not releasing franchise titles until at least April, 2025, it suggests that it could be new IP. Doesn't confirm it. Like we could very well get nothing. <laughs> yeah, we could. Yeah, we and, could.
2: And love it too. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
3: I mean, yeah, the, the deals they're making are not bad going off of the stuff that's coming soon. Like the what is it? Path of the ronin What's the name of that game? Rise of the Ronan. Rise of the Ronin. Yeah, that ronin. one, the oh. Stellar Blade doesn't look half bad. Uh they they got also whatever Square, en- Square Enix does is just beholden to Sony for whatever reason. Like they're not gonna be hurting for like exclusives. Mm. Like, they are the, the darling of third parties. So yeah. I think they'll be fine, even yeah, if they the don't release anything. Count? Uh, yeah, like people, yeah, I feel like remasters count.
1: Okay. Yeah, well, the, the rumor today was that there's a new Astrobot game coming out. Uh, that that platforming, the game that came free with the PS5, actually did pretty well, obviously, because mm-hmm. it was free. Um, but that means a lot of people put their hands on it and played it and might actually buy or play a new one if it comes to PlayStation Plus or whatever they're doing with it. Uh, Sony Bend is the one studio I can think of that might be ready to announce whatever they're working on and it's clearly not going to be a Days Gone sequel so not sure or a what's going
3: filter on re- re- <laughs> Reboot. no
1: I don't don't think so either uh, <laughs> but yeah Sony, Sony Bend I wouldn't be surprised to hear them announce their project this year uh, and then they've got yeah they've got Fair Games with the dollar sign at the end of it uh, they've got uh, uh, what was it other <laughs> one my video another yeah, life service love. thing yeah, marathon? not marathon uh concord lost. concord yeah concord. there you go uh so whatever those two games are those are probably in the lineup for this year at some point
3: uh <clears throat> what are the odds that sony ben's game is also a live service game
2: Hmm. there's a thought i don't i don't know i don't i don't,
1: I don't think so i think most of their live service stuff is coming from these third-party partnerships And I don't think Mm. as far as I recall, the job descriptions for Sony. Ben's new thing is not multiplayer related.
3: Okay, so encouraging.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know. And then we also don't know what. um, uh, The studio in L.A. uh, behind the MLB, the show games, I think, was working on a new IP. And we don't know what that is yet. Oh, wow. Or they they were helping with a studio on a new IP. So yeah, I don't know, but I don't yeah I don't expect this year to be like aside from their third party partnerships, I wouldn't expect this year to be like a you know blowout year for PlayStation or anything. Considering we just had God of War, Horizon, Returnal, like <laughs> most of their first party <clears throat> stuff seems to align within like one of two, one or two, two years of each other lately. Mm-hmm. And then they take like a big gap year and then come back swinging because yeah, like whatever whatever Naughty Dog's working on, don't ex- I you know, clearly not expecting that till twenty twenty five.
3: Like I but would argue. Uh, With the exception of Spider-Man 2, that the last couple of Sony's uh, big first-party exclusives did very, very well, but didn't necessarily set the world on fire. Like, they weren't, like, in comparison to kind of the the stuff that they had been releasing prior to, like, this past year, this stuff was kind of just like, all right, well, that's fine. Like, it wasn't, like, it's just that everyone else, well, not everyone else, Microsoft in particular, was not really worth mentioning in that conversation. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I think
1: we've talked about this before. I was I was a much bigger fan of God of War twenty eighteen than I was Ragnarok. Right, I same really thing like, with Horizon. I feel yeah, like I really like the felt. first game more than the second game. Yeah, Ghost uh, Ghost of Tsushima is the one that like
3: won me I, won all, all my awards. But <laughs> yeah, I feel like Ghost of Tsushima is just very over over hyped. <laughs> oh, you
1: you <laughs> yeah i mean yeah gameplay what gameplay wise sure i, I mean, it's nothing nothing special to write home about but I, I it's just right up my alley as a historical epic kind of guy
3: sure i love so. the setting great story but as a game it was very mid
1: yeah it was very assassin's creedy <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: it was, uh, wasn't that just valhalla but japan uh, to, to be quite frank, like Helldivers yeah. 2. Helldivers
1: 2 is the most excited I've been about. Well, Returnal and Helldivers 2 have been the two PlayStation exclusives that excited me the most uh in <laughs> a long time. And like I really like I really like PlayStation exclusives. Like I loved I really liked Spider-Man. Uh mm-hmm. I really I really don't remember much about Horizon Forbidden West story, but I know I had a good time playing it. <laughs> but in general, like yeah, I think Returnal and Helldivers 2 are like the two games that are like, yeah, this is this is good shit. Believe we're back. Yep, yep. There they go. Oh, hi. Hello, everybody. We're welcome. Welcome back to episode 10 of... <laughs> Sorry, like, episode 10, part 2. Some... Yep. Still yep, on the this... same stream page, though, this time. Didn't break it this time.
2: Yep. Uh, uh, title is, This Xbox Podcast Could Have Been an Email. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. Why didn't you say that before the podcast? I didn't see what, what did you put? Big Nothing Burger? I don't know what yeah. that is, Doug. I had a burger before we got here. This so. Xbox <laughs> Podcast
1: could have been an email <laughs> fix. There. New did, title. Did you
3: literally just change the title?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. That did. is the speed of second wind. We adapt. <laughs> That's journalism on the fly, baby.
2: <laughs> uh, tragic, absolutely tragic. Get
1: uh, yeah, get, getting back on track. Uh Nicole win Donuts $2 says Helldivers is a hell of a jerk. I have put so many, I guess we're going to just, you know what? Before we do that, Eric, let's just run that ad before we get into what we've been playing. Because <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Helldivers
0: too, and I have a lot to say about it. So enjoy this ad of Bell Rogue, as we'll be right back. Be right back. Sponsored by Spell Rogue, your next deck building roguelike obsession from Guidelight Games and Ghost Ship Publishing. Available now in early access. Cast powerful spells with the mythical mana dice as you manipulate rolls to duplicate, split, flip, and enchant your cards with spell effects to bend fate to your will. Because Spell Rogue has deck building and dice rolling. And that's double the nerd things experiment with dozens of legendary artifacts and hundreds of upgradable spells to build some truly wild combinations and those will come in handy as you attempt to cleanse the land and annihilate the monstrous void walkers cuz let's be honest voids are very dangerous and nobody should be walking anywhere near them head on over to spell rogue's steam page to learn more about the game and join in on the early access adventure today cuz those mana dice ain't gonna roll themselves <laughs>
2: That looks like fun.
1: All right. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for sticking with us through that ad for Spell Rogue. If you like Slide the Spire, uh, Jack had a really good time with that on stream the other day. So uh, as we said before, with the ads that we do, we're actually sponsoring things that, like, we think are cool. And we think you might think are cool. So maybe check it out. Uh, But, yeah. uh, Going back to the Super Chats, uh, Nicole Wynn. uh, Did I get the name right? Yes, Nicole Wynn. The $2 says Helldivers is a hell of drugs. Yeah, so I've been playing... A lot of Helldivers too uh, this past week. It is a damn good time. Frost, you played it on stream with us today for Shoot the Shit. And I believe you also had a good time, even though oh, yeah. you kept trying to murder me.
2: That's the <laughs> that's the fun I had. <laughs> it was I mean, it's, it's very like, uh, it could be as serious as you want it to be. It could be as goofy as you want it to be. Very like deep rock, galactic, even more chaotic kind of vibe. It's great. Mm.
3: So what what is the loop of Helldivers 2? Is it like the same as the first one or like just you, new perspective or like how, how have they improved it
1: on it? Well, it's a third person shooter now uh, mm-hmm. and you basically go in and you shoot a lot of bugs while completing different objectives like launching a nuke or uh, helping people get to safety or surviving for a few minutes or just yeah you know, doing all
3: random sorts of things. Uh, is it, it like it, one big map or are they like, are you like going from like location to location?
1: You, they're on they're on worlds and like the maps are, you know the 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 worlds change so the scenery changes but the maps are relatively like the same, uh, so it's not yeah it's not like an open world or anything like that.
4: Okay. Like the miss-
1: their missions are take place in an open space but it's not yeah it's not an open world game or anything it's very mission based, mm-hmm. uh, and so some some of those missions can last up to forty five minutes just. Because basically you'll drop in and you have like a main objective to do, and then a couple side objectives, and the whole point is to try and do kind of as many objectives as you can because you earn the currencies to unlock things. Uh, so okay. like you have requisition points, which when you go back to your starship, you can use to get uh, these things called stratagems. And when you're playing, you use stratagems to call on things like air strikes and orbital strikes and. Uh, support weapons or like turrets, or and all this other stuff that you can unlock uh, to bring into the game world and basically help turn the tide against you or, for you or no, against you, you. If you're I frost, mean, well, yeah. if you're frost <laughs> and you put minefields directly where you're defending, uh... you know, they
2: never would have expected it.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I said on stream, they uh, they can't kill us if we kill us, so it's one way to look at it, but yeah, no, it's just it scratches. I, I really like like Deep Rock Galactic. I really like Left 4 Dead and all that. This mm. game just scratches a much better itch, I guess, in those games for me because of like there's a lot of physical comedy humor in it, uh, <laughs> and also the gameplay just feels so goddamn good. Like yeah. you shoot the
2: limbs off the bugs. Like everything reacts to getting hit. It, it just feels great to play. Feels nice and strategic too, because like you got two things there. And that like <clears throat> the functionality on the mini map is like I don't know. I don't think I've seen a game like that where you're just like holding the button on it. And you start messing around with it, but then uh, those stratagems that he's talking about—it feels like in I- those Iron Man scenes where he just kind of whips out his, his his wrist and it's like dee, 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 dee. because you, that's the only way that you call it in an airstrike is like you hold control and then you have to press the up, down, left, right, whatever. It's oh, asking cool. you for a very specific launch, right? Like so a little, like, like a code sequence. I'm putting it, yeah, I'm putting in the codes. Fuck! Oh god! <laughs> like it's it's, it's it's a little hectic, but it also has that tactility that I enjoy. Oh, you, well
1: you you haven't seen the most hectic it gets yet because we only play up to challenging. Like hard, once you go to hard mode, that's where like the game really becomes the game because it is insane. It's uh-huh. absolutely insane. Like there there is non-stop just madness going on. Uh but yeah, I mean if you like stuff like Deep Rock Galactic or Left 4 Dead or anything like that, you will adore this game. It's just a bit of trolling so too. Goddamn good, <laughs> man. Like the it's a live service game, but there's no like you can earn premium currency just by exploring the world and finding it to unlock the premium stuff in the game. Um, oh wow! So, yeah, like it's not, it's not begging you for money. It's like the store is not the first thing you see when you load up the game. It's great. It's great. So it's what exactly? So what it's is, exactly
3: what you want from like a live service game. So, so what so is in the store then? Like just you know costumes and stuff. Like yeah, cosmetic. like
1: okay. yeah, like just yeah, just
3: cosmetics that you
1: can buy really and you know what like i said at the start of the stream any game that gives lets you have a cape on your character is automatically a game of the year for me so it's uh yeah game, it's got a game good capes what, what you, was dope ass capes
2: what was what? that game we played with the dinosaurs that like came pouring through exo primal Extra, Exo primal, yeah. yeah. It's got a lot of that like extra dramaticness to it because like, when you die you need to respawn. you have to put in the code, right? And then mm-hmm. you come through like this pod and whatever, but you can kind of steer it as you're coming down so you can smash through something. Sometimes you just hit each other because you're dicks and it's great. Other times though it, like we're we're getting run down by a thing and it's just at that last second you hit it and the music goes crazy. Dun, 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 and I'm like, I'm here, bitches. It's great. That <laughs> it it sounds like just, a lot of fun, honestly. Yeah,
1: uh, and like you, when you land back in the world, you're like falling in like an ODST trooper. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it wastes a spawn, but like one of the most satisfying things you can do in the game is just land on your friend when they're running away from something. <laughs> 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 so yeah, it's it's great. It, it's just, it's so much fun. It's it's the most fun I've had with like an online co-op game in a long time. And it's, it's like super like refreshing after somehow getting stuck on uh suicide squad over the weekend playing a game that like the loop is simple but it's hella fun to play (laughs) and i don't feel dumb for playing it
2: it's definitely one of those like you have a few rounds with with your friends be it you know drinks or of the game but it's also got a lot of just tiny things that are nice like the the diving but it's funny running through the brush right and you're so used to just like gunning it, but it's, he, my man will just, his cape will start getting stuck on things it's like, oh dear <laughs> God, I shouldn't have came this way. It's, it's yeah. goofy. It's, it's silly. Wait,
3: like the, your cape getting stuck
2: on your foliage character just will gets, actually slow you down? You, you will just get stuck going through foliage if you don't do it right. Yeah. That's, I am very intrigued by that. Yeah. It's got <laughs> of, that sounds like a, a dumb
3: thing of, to, <laughs> to focus on, but that's kind of really cool. I don't know if Eric can
1: pull up the clip on the stream, but also uh, for somebody like me, uh, which is ironic as fuck because I'm working on a video about positive multiplayer experiences that is uh, a toxic multiplayer sometimes pushing jmate you know, off the cliff today into a pile of bugs was <laughs> fucking hilarious <laughs> it, it, like, yeah hopefully hopefully Eric can find it well he's scrubbing through that thing it's like very very end of the stream Eric
2: Way to the end yeah. <laughs> But, but it's like in the middle of all that going on, you're just like I think we just chain killed each other, landing on each other's heads for a, yeah. five in a row. Right. Jay, Jay thought he was flying, but he was pushed. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jay. But yeah, no, it's good stuff.
1: Uh, all right, let's get back to a couple more super chats. Uh, Joe McRory two dollars says, "Weren't we getting a live service Assassin's Creed?" Uh, no, that's Assassin's Creed. I think you're thinking of Assassin's Creed Infinity. Yeah. Which is basically just their platform for hosting their Assassin's Creed games. So like kind of like Call of Duty these days, you can basically load up Call of Duty, you know, uh, Modern Warfare 2018, 2019 through like Call of Duty Vanguard in it. And <laughs> it's, it's up all on that, though? I don't I don't know if they did or not. I Maybe haven't cared to look. <laughs> There uh, were Dodger Square for Remember for three months in the green News says Casey totally enjoyed Stray Indie game of the year
3: mm, Don't get me started <laughs> Stray is that fine was- Stray is a fine okay Game But the way y'all be talking it up Is criminal <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: Matthew C. Snow Five dollars says wishful thinking I hope Hi-Fi Rush encourages Xbox to give more Chances to unique games and studios Because Xbox can't really rely on legacy games Now I think it's. I think they've already been doing that. I mean, you got Pentiment, you got Hi-Fi Rush, no. Valve World.
2: That's yeah. <laughs> I mean, not them though. <laughs> uh, Microsoft. Yeah, they gave it a Game Pass <laughs> deal. I'm sure that helped. There you go. I mean, I feel like Nintendo also is doing that. There's a lot of bigger ones trying to acquire some smaller. Mm-hmm.
3: I feel like Phil Spencer specifically said uh, uh after the acquisition that if any of the Activision studios like had like a good idea for like any legacy thing mm-hmm. that he'd be willing to like give them a shot. So like if, if folks are out there in their studios and have pitches and I'm sure they do like cuz those guys have been starved for like doing something creative outside of like the next Call of Duty. Like I, I do think over like in the next couple of years we'll start seeing some legacy stuff come back and like they might look like brand new stuff anyway, so I I feel like there's there is a reason to be excited. We just need to see if it comes to fruition, like we've been waiting for the last five years or so.
1: Yeah, Indiana Jones looks really good. True, I like yeah. It. I'm I'm quite excited for uh Hellblade too, even though I don't I still don't really know what it is.
3: Yeah, <laughs> like at, at this point, like just give me the game so I can make a judgment for myself. Like I I cannot go off of what they've shown. Uh, Cameron French five Canadian
1: dollars has bought a 360 because my best friend had one and have stayed with it. PlayStation exclusives aren't worth the paycheck I need for food. Yeah, food food does come first. You can't play games <laughs> if you're dead.
2: Wait, you're still on a 360 in 2024? Oh, yeah. look, that's uh, what, what year is it? That's loyalty. It's not. I mean, <laughs> it's not the worst thing if you know if you're gonna Did pick a right, console dude. that'll last you a while. No, they don't. They just read Ring of Death over and over again. Oh, yeah. They fi- they fix it eventually. <laughs> you had to get one of the newer ones though. Yeah, the, the elite the elite yeah, was I, sexy I, though. I, I did get yeah, the, the elite, elite was.
1: The elite with the remember remember how dumb Xbox used to be? And I know somebody brought it up in chat, was like Xbox consumer friendly. What are you talking about? Because like, yeah, uh you had to you used to have to give that big giant clip in hard drive for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and and the yeah. big Wi Fi adapter
3: yeah like every everything you needed to like basically play the xbox you had to pay it was like, for. look we're gonna get this form factor no matter what <laughs> you yeah. just stripped all such all sorts of functionality out of it that was that and that post. and that was the day they decided xbox wasn't going to be
1: profitable it was when they changed <laughs> away from selling you everything piecemeal all oh, the peripherals
3: like the old
2: game boy <laughs> yeah.
3: like they heard you complaining they go all right we fixed it it's just a box with everything in it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Doom Rider, donates five dollars. So
1: still, still in the past, catching up. But Frost, great cut, looks good.
2: Right, thank you. I let my barber know. And uh, <laughs>
1: the the true Mandalorian says, "My name is Nick, and the Red Wings are the best team ever. The Avalanche suck." You're right. Thank you uh, for those two dollars. Uh, I guess that. that was Nick.
2: Is that <laughs> yeah. is that your rival or something?
1: Uh, Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, they they can eat shit.
2: <laughs>
1: Avalanche.
2: Named themselves after a force of nature.
1: I, I, yeah, you you haven't been on this. Well, this is like what the first time you've guessed on Firelink I think I made Eric pull up like Red Wings versus Avalanche hockey fight at one point. He, oh. you did do that. <laughs> it was great. Who won? Well, no, it wasn't a fight. You you uh, made him show us some man. Oh no, man. Uh, like, Mar like, uh, Mar Mar. Yeah, Brad Marchand licking people in the face. That's how he <laughs> talks shit to people. What? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, somebody should have ripped his tongue out.
2: How old is he? Well,
1: he's too old to be doing that. Old. He's like a That's sticking his
2: tongue out while everybody's dancing on Blade's eyes. That's a game he's playing. Yeah. Uh, Eric, if you pull up
1: 1995 Avalanche versus Red Wings fight, you'll get to see uh, Chris Osgood beat the shit out of uh, Patrick Waugh, and it's great. This is a family show, Nick. We can't show that sort of violence. It's better than it's a real fighting. not Real fighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, Nick the OG $2 as obligatory Tunic was robbed I got you KC Nick
3: the OG the, oh, yeah. the, the only the only Nick we really need around these parts
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> what Stray was like what more do you say the fourth his fourth favorite Yeah, it was his fourth favorite in right? all the category, <laughs> <laughs> all the games
1: <laughs> and Be Smart $2 says KC is still D's nuts Stray was awesome
3: yeah, well, what that know. doesn't even make any sense <laughs> he
1: put D's in parentheses so you I can't him. even see that,
3: Chad. I think you made that one up.
2: <laughs> what? Like, I don't I don't see that on the list. No, I see it. Yeah. Casey is still these Nuts. Straight was awesome without any... <laughs>
3: what does that mean? I've <laughs> <laughs> been thinking up. about that all night now.
1: Thanks. He picked up a pair of straight these Nuts on the road. Wow.
3: Well. <laughs> oh, like, you guys are not making any more sense it than when this started.
2: He paid money for it. it just you take that. Don't worry
3: about it.
1: Lovely. All right, Game back to what we've been playing. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I forgot. Casey put the one subject he wanted to talk about in here.
3: <laughs> oh. <There's> a- <laughs> All right, Nick, Nick. is not excited about this next. I was topic, expecting I you to put here.
2: like Embracer on here. Like that was making the rounds this morning. Yeah. Let's what talk about, about Embracer? I didn't, I didn't hear about Embracer. Oh, it here. Oh, they I just have a said the quiet. You. Yeah, they said the quiet part out loud. Well.
1: I have a very lovely quote for you. Oh. As soon as I find it. Our overruling principle Is always is to always maximize shareholder value In any given situation When it came to talking about laying off 1,400 employees and cancelling 42 games
2: They are opening up um, For shareholders to come and bring Put money into this So I can make right. money After I've <laughs> yeah. fired everyone
1: yeah. We'll fire enough people to make sure you get your money
2: Wow Lovely which Lovely. is which is which is why that works, genuinely. People are like yeah, how does. could how could who what investor or shareholder would ever give money to these people? Well they we make them, they, they always make their money back. It's a win yeah, like win. Embracer, prioritize you making yeah. your money back. But
3: how do you make money with no product embracer?
2: Well that, I'd like for that reason I don't care because in the end it's like I'll own embracer. That, that's just the offer here. It's like you're either gonna do <laughs> well and make me money, or you're gonna go in debt and you're gonna sell yourself for parts to me. Yes. You ever I wanted think, a game uh, studio? We should. We should invest. Can't, I uh, can't be a guy. You
1: know, it, can't uh, it. Embracer, Embracer like bought up pretty much a good chunk of the double A industry that <laughs> was just starting to make a comeback <laughs> and laid off all those people in the studios. You know, uh, the the, the forty two games. Like, I don't. I don't really like. People are gonna look at that number and go, "Oh man, like that's a lot of stuff." I don't really know what is in there because they have a huge mobile division so like 42 games sounds like a lot but it's probably not like 42 big triple a projects or double a projects like you're thinking of it's a lot probably a lot of these smaller cash in games that just weren't gonna live on the app store and really do anything for them
4: Mm -hmm. uh
1: so they had like embracer is huge they had like i think they said last time they had like 170 something stuff projects in development Uh, so there's
2: a lot of borderlands games
1: But yeah, no, Embracer uh, saying that, you know, if I was an employee there uh, and, and just haven't been laid off from a company that probably thought the same way, I'd be, uh, I'd be looking around. I'd be looking around to get out of there.
3: Yeah, either. <laughs> and
1: they're going to go the same way. Like if they don't put out any major heads, they're going to go the same way as THQ. Like they
2: don't they own them. Well, THQ well, THQ first went THQ.
1: bankrupt, and then they came back as THQ Nordic, and then they got bought by Embracer, and then Embracer mm-hmm. owns them. THQ Nordic, or, sorry, Embracer owns THQ Nordic, Deep Silver,
3: uh. a, a couple other like they, big they, publishers. They went on a double A shopping spree, and they never had kind
2: of a Great. an
3: end goal. That's not the right fight, Eric. That's the Tampa Bay Lightning.
1: Detroit Red Wings versus Colorado. Just the perfect fighter. That footage is HD. This is
2: from yeah. 1995. We didn't have HD. Nick, we have that, a
3: man. we have a quality standard to uphold here. We can't be putting up 480p video in that little box. <laughs> so, the, so
2: the last time the Wings won a game, a championship, it was. Match. Oh, okay. We don't talk about that. <laughs> Why'd you gotta do that? That just hurt me. <laughs> I'll buy I'll buy a hat. I'll be a fan with you, you can hurt together. Yeah, you better. <laughs> yeah, there's a freaking Red Wings apparel shop near here for some reason. I might as well. Are you sure? Are you sure it's for the hockey team? It is you? your bloody icon. Yes. Unless yeah, they're they selling like... wings and they just pirated the logo. Yeah, I was going to say, they
3: probably just pirated the logo. No, there Makes is no a, sense. definitely a Red Wings like chicken uh, <laughs> like franchise yes, that, that I've seen. <laughs> and like, it is like, it's just a Red Wing <laughs> is their logo. So. <laughs> it looks it looks very close to Nick's hat, but it's not exactly the same. Hmm. Yeah, unless there's a wheel in the middle, it's fake shit. <laughs> what's
1: the
2: oh, wheel for? I don't know what that is.
3: What? What's the wheel what? for? Motor yeah, what's City? the wheel for?
1: Oh! <laughs> uh, there's a wheel.
3: Detroit, okay, I get it.
1: <laughs> oh. I'm a ninja. I know what you're asking me when you say explain the meaning of Red Wings, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> 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 this is a rated pg Seventeen podcast. Yeah, children watch this podcast. They shouldn't,
3: <laughs> but they uh, oh but they yes, nineteen
1: ninety eight. Eric, nineteen ninety eight is correct. Yes,
3: <laughs> hmm. this, is, this is a very uh, strange podcast that speak we do. <laughs> so Someone would just walk in and see this hockey fight going on in the corner, and the three of us talking about. <laughs> like Uh, wing stop
1: whatever uh, speaking of uh, things for kids there's an avatar less air game fighting game coming
3: there you go all right avatar yes it is a show for kids but it has very mature subject matter and is handled in a very adult way one of the greatest i would honestly rank the avatar cartoon series as one of the best animated series ever created point blank period yeah, but what about Netflix and not letting a character be sexist? Well, like, that's the right? live action thing. Yeah. That's stupid <laughs> what they're doing. Like every, I don't know, I don't know why they would go out on a press junket and and kind of explain to everybody all of the the narrative changes that they're deciding to make. Like, did they did they think that would go over well? They're they're that disconnected from what an audience wants. Yes, Casey. Uh, well, <laughs> well, that's upsetting, but. I will say Avatar has <laughs> not had a good track record in terms of like video game media, but the idea of a Avatar fighting game makes a lot of sense. It's something that I actually um, had thought would be a good idea, like long before I'd heard this news. Um, and the folks behind uh, them's fighting herds is under the umbrella of the, the kind of developer collective who has announced this. Uh, was it Maximum Games? Uh, I think it was Mode 6. Specifically, who did them's fighting hers? Which is a, a kind of a, a goofy-looking game, like it's kind of a, a an off-brand My Little Pony type world, but it's a awesome 2D fighting game. Like, it has tons of mechanics, really cool, uh, like single-player campaign that teaches you uh, its mechanics as you go through like a, a story, or whatever. Like, it was brilliant. If they have anything to do with making something like that with the actual Avatar franchise, I think that could be like kind of like a big ass deal because like the the avatar universe has such a good collection of characters and that is something that lends itself very well to a fighting game like just especially characters who are based in like elemental powers and abilities and skills like they they are up the wazoo with just really cool shit that you can build like a moveset around so like i i was very excited to hear this kind of news but i'm sure we won't see anything from this for like a really long time is there is there a big enough cast of characters to have like a yeah. yeah especially yeah. especially across both uh seasons like there's you know the I first season the right and, and, too and, right yeah like there's a lot of characters in Korra, there's a lot of characters in just mainline uh, avatar as well that could actually uh fill out a roster because they're not even all Benders some of those characters like do uh chi blocking like mm. yeah
2: or is that just like soka
3: just right yeah swords. Sokka, who's like just a genius who throws a boomerang and is a sword fighter and stuff like mm. there's a lot of stuff they could do Get the boulder in there. You guys, you guys know what I'm talking. about. Boulder. There <laughs> he comes. Did you did you
1: try that Avatar mobile game that came out not long ago?
3: Mobile game? No.
2: Uh-huh. What was that? Mobile game 2024. I forget what it's called. I did not even know they had games. Oh, oh maybe my god, there's so many. Maybe it's not out yet. Uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender Quest for Balance. Is that what you're saying? Yes, I believe that's it. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, new Avatar or multiplayer game announced.
2: Uh, yeah, me too, John. Bley. I thought Avatar, like James Cameron's Avatar at first. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be one of the worst fighting game
3: rosters because you would not be able to tell any of those characters apart. Oh, no. Wait, I that's guess there's, there's an Avatar.
1: Oh, no, that's fake. That's, I don't know what that is. That's <laughs> Save it <laughs> for, my, for my new channel I'm making. <laughs> Wait, is this... Is this the, the Avatar Generations? Is that what it was? I don't know. I don't know. Avatar Generations.
2: Yeah, I've not heard of this. Yes, it. You, it was Avatar it was Generations.
1: Game? Just kidding. It got shut down already.
2: So, <laughs> all I all I'm thinking is if if Avatar can reskin Spellbreak, and then make it into that uh, what was it with the core, the little bending arena uh, that they have, yeah the the, 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 the pro
3: bending one. yes yeah. That like that as even as a mini game, that would be so fun. That would be a new esport. Like yeah. it, yo, it really would be huge. <laughs> there are there are like this writes itself. Someone just needs to put someone who cares about the series on this project. Me. <laughs> they had the you mean the TV series? Yeah, and, and someone who has watched and loved that TV series. They had the original creators on it, they left over creative differences. I wonder why. Yeah, because they probably didn't let them do what they wanted to do. But in regards to in regards to making a game like like that, like that universe is just fertile ground for mechanics, like specifically for video game, like not many like TV things lend themselves so well to like something that you interact with because, you know, they're very story heavy. But Avatar kind of has both like its world and characters are built for like stats and and skills because like it's all like, you know. Martial arts and ability based, like like physical abilities and magical abilities, like this stuff translates so easily. I feel like uh, you're gonna get your Gacha game and you're gonna like it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
2: maybe I
3: don't. Know, they've no. they've not made a good Avatar game yet. If this if this one has quality, like I I will dive right in. But like if <laughs> if if they once again to try to milk. The IP because it is popular. They just try to milk it for like a quick buck. Like I, I'm not taking that bait. Well, that's what do you think they're doing right now with the Netflix show, the games, <laughs> the
1: plushies, <laughs> trying to, trying to yeah. bring back they like, <laughs> trying to bring back an IP that maybe had its day. The TV show. I
3: wonder how long they try like make new IP, make new IP. Fuck it, use an old one. They they opened up a, a new studio to make more animated like movies, but like the those movies haven't come out yet. Like we've not seen trailers or nothing. They did announce that there would be three of them and what the subject matter would be. Uh mm-hmm. but yeah. That's so probably where the, the says, creators uh, are focusing
1: their energy. Senius says I think the Legend of Korra game was a good game. Uh pretty sure platinum made that, yeah?
3: Yeah. Um it most people did not think it was a good game though. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is what it is. What the hell?
1: Uh, moving on now uh to what we've been playing this week. So I already talked about Helldivers 2. Uh the other game, Casey, you've been playing a lot of and think you have a bite size coming up soon for it, but uh, I would not uh, say soon, but soon, <laughs> soon but, but coming. Uh, TM. Yeah, yeah TM two TBD uh on Banishers, uh, uh which is the new game from do Know, which is an action adventure game. Uh, Banishers <laughs> Ghosts of New Eden. It's kind of a uh like a Kind of a dark love story Uh with, with a lot of ghosts that you you banish.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm uh, very impressed with this. Have you finished it? Uh, I have not finished it yet. Uh have not. Been able to like sit down and put like huge chunks every time I I, I sit down with it, but I've been loving every moment of, of what I've been playing. Uh, I'll admit that I have been getting a little lost. And it's funny because there's a lot of yellow paint in this game. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Trimino says, Okay, Don't Not is who Don't Not made the Life is Strange games. They made Vampire, Vampire, Vampire. I just call it Vampire. That's what they Yeah, do. it's that's Vampire. So, yeah, well, some yeah, people, yeah, it's probably. I think, vampire. I think, I think Marty tries to call it Vampire. And if he doesn't, then I'm just making fun of him, and he's not he's, here to defend himself, so that's fine.
2: He's educated, he's all uh, <coughs>
1: they also did uh, Remember Me way back, yeah, when. yeah. Um, that so, had potential uh, crypt shadows asking what game is this on screen this is banishers uh, this is banishers ghosts of new eden yep mm-hmm. uh so yeah i i started it i've made it a good chunk through i just got to like that that forest village which i guess isn't very far in apparently because it's like a 30-hour game <laughs> <It wasn't laughs>
3: yeah that's something. what i realized yeah like i got to bad. a certain section where was like oh there's like a bunch more world yeah no
2: um, don't you hate that i percent <laughs> <I've> been completed.
1: <laughs> i've been enjoying it but it just hasn't hooked me yet i mm. and i don't know if there's like a point if i just play farther it's going to like it's going to hook me more i think part of it was and it's, it's all right it's not a spoiler at all to say that uh the premise is uh what's the two main characters names if uh Antea and Red. Red yeah. red and red and Antea. It's a love story. Antea dies very early on. The whole all the marketing is based around this, so it's not a spoiler at all. Yeah, it's <coughs> not, not a spoiler. Summer, right? yeah. Relax.
4: Yeah. yeah. Uh, right there in the there my
1: my problem with the game is like it didn't build up their relationship at all before it gets there. And I just have no emotional connection to the characters. Isn't and it, it seems like the game wants me to build it as the
3: game goes on. But, yeah. You are, you are hundred percent right in that regard. I felt yeah. exactly the same way in that they kind of drop you into this very like intimate relationship. Yeah. And then when that moment happens where she dies, I'm not as connected to them and the decision-making that doing outside of the fact that it was like, well, he seems very invested in this relationship <laughs> yeah. so as, as if I'm going to role yeah. play, then maybe red would do this. Maybe red would do that. Um, but to their credit, After the fact, like after they get, you know, the intro out of the way, which is a little slow, to be honest. But after they get that out of the way, I do very much think they do a good job of building up kind of their connection Mm. with the fact that you make a decision on what you're going to do about the fact that she's now dead. Yeah. And then everything after that point feels like really, like really real in terms of like uh, your uh, investment in their relationship with each other. That's neat. Yeah, yeah i think
1: it yeah it's it's, it's, it's kind of like going back to like last of Us part two thing where you know just maybe the pacing is off a little bit in the beginning um but I, sure. you know, I definitely know what you're talking about like when you do like the whole premise of the game is basically like <laughs> do you do you let her go to the afterlife or do you bring her back to life and so mm-hmm. there's a lot of like
2: wait uh moral... what happens if i'm like choose to carry on and more mourn her Live well,
3: either, either either way, you have to do something to make that happen. Oh, so like, man. so it's not like the game ends because you say <laughs> yeah, like, all right, yeah. well, you're dead now, honey." Yeah, yeah, I've let it go. <laughs> but yeah, like it's... you, you decide to do one of those two things okay. and like they really, they really sell you, I feel like on either of those decisions being the decision that that character could make. Hmm.
1: Yeah, it, it's really well written. Um, I really like the writing in the game and like the the moral dilemmas I, i'm sure when if yassi reviews the game he's gonna say like they're kind of dumb but I, I they're like that perfect kind of sense of gray area we're like man
3: i really hate this guy but i should do this right or it's I like, shouldn't there, do this. there were reasons behind their actions yeah as des- despite how despicable they were mm-hmm. so it's yeah we're, and
1: like we're we're kind of bouncing around a little bit because we're trying not to spoil anything if you are going to play it but like mm-hmm. if you like don't know it's like writing and games like this is uh, i think it's a step up cuz like i did not like life is strange 2 right
3: yeah i'm in the same at all. yeah and I don't, I, i'm not
1: a fan of that either uh the what was the most recent one called uh, true colors was eh. and <laughs> and this and this feels like a, a big step up for them from you know if you liked vampire and the moral dilemmas in that game you will. i think you'd really dig banishers. uh and the, and you know it's still like it still feels has like the graphics of a triple a game but the gameplay itself is still very much in that double A realm. So like the combat is serviceable. I don't think it's great. Yeah, it feels like
3: a, a lighter God a of War, war maybe.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But um, but it's not bad. Like I have fun with it. It's just like enemy variety could stand to to be a bit deeper. Like they they take their time introducing newer enemies over the course of the game. But mm. like we said, like there's a lot of game <laughs> So yep. you do spend chunks fighting the same kind of enemies until you reach a certain point where they start adding some of the newer ones. Yep. Uh but, you, the, uh but combat never felt like boring to me. And if you've been wanting a more uh
1: linear focused adventure like this, this is up your alley. It's not a not a gigantic open world where you have to do everything. It's it's not gigantic. It is kind of big as hell though. <laughs> yeah, I mean it but it like leads you through it. It's just not you know, it's not going sure, to do yeah. anything type of game.
3: It, it feels like a big connected yeah. Uh, linear was world by somehow. I was surprised by that. I feel like there's a there's a lot of uh, like crevices that you crawl through and <laughs> and tunnels yeah. that you go underneath. Oh, my favorite. But, <laughs> no, Eric, but the I'm world does feel now. big, even though like mm-hmm. it's kind of sectioned off into like neat little pieces.
1: Yep. Uh, so those those yeah, between that and Helldivers two, those are two games I've been playing, and yeah, I haven't, I haven't played enough to like fully fully recommend Banishers yet, but I, I like what I have played for the most part, even if it's the right, like the character connection that hasn't entirely hooked me yet. where I'm like, I gotta go, I gotta go play this, you know, tonight and finish it kind of thing.
3: Yeah. I would say if the, if you have any level of intrigue about like the story and the concept, give it a try. Cause I, I'm having a good time with it. Um, I, in, in addition, I will, I do want to point out that the, the setting they picked is kind of, a a selling point, One that I wasn't expecting. It's basically set in like colonial America where like, a bunch of like English pilgrims and stuff have come over and are trying to make a living. Um, And it's pseudo historically accurate in that some of the sentiments of people are what you would expect, but they, they do cool or at least interesting narrative ways to get around what most people would probably look at and be like, Oh, well, that's unbelievable because this Mm -hmm. wouldn't happen. The fact that Antea is like a, a, a black woman, for example, who is like kind of in a position of prestige in that area. Early on, it's like you can see that there's a little bit of uncomfortableness from some of the other characters that she meets. And in order to address the fact that that would be the situation everywhere, she dies and is a ghost. <laughs> so like most <laughs> most of the rest of the game don't actually ever see her, but she's still prominent in the story the whole time. So that sort of thing I felt like was really clever to kind of get around that.
2: Hmm. Damn, sixth sense man again. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
1: Us, what have you been up to when you been playing?
2: I see here. Uh, it was uh three days ago, I believe the next fest ended, and I went through so many goddamn games, but that was mostly what I was doing, just like none, nothing but those. I guess the standout ones, uh, worth talking about right now would be Ingression. It's a little cute, cute little platformer with some like portal action going on there, portal being like the actual game, but it's got a interesting sci fi, like kind of schlock sci fi, um time travel kind of plot going on here that i was like all right you got me you got me it probably won't go anywhere interesting but like, you got me with that sure uh children of the sun that's everybody's been yeah i played about a little that, that too yeah yep. it's a, a sniping puzzler i freaking loved sniper flash games when i was little uh the stickman ones i don't know why i was just obsessed with those things yeah
3: everyone like the stickmen were dope
2: Right. Like it was so good, so fun. Was Just a, figuring a, out, like, you know, figuring out your target, how to draw them out, blah, 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 blah. Great stuff. You get one bullet and you got psychokinetic powers and trying to get that thing going around so it feels like the start of wanted with that little sniper thing. <laughs> and then uh what else we got here? Uh one one game that I will mention, but absolutely was horrible to play, like actually terrible, was Umbra Claw. This is a game where you play as a little kitten. And you die and you go to the afterlife and you're trying to get home to your owner well you cats have nine lives every time and 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 you stealth through this afterlife place right as a cat you can slick through slink through these like small quarters and get away from the enemy and whatnot Uh but every time you take damage you lose a life but you gain an animal power so now you have like a tiger claw right or you have like this boar attack or whatever you you gain, you do get stronger, you get the double jump from like losing three lives because of, of, of an eagle. But each time you lose a life, you get closer to running out, which means you get closer to being more feral. Your strongest form is when you have three lives and like you turn into this huge beast of a cat thing that operates in a, in a completely different way than the old stealthing cat. And the whole story is you're trying to get home without getting touched too much so you can get back to your owner. Otherwise, you go feral and you lose your cat manatee, whatever you want to call it. And then you can't get back to her. So uh, this is the first time where I found like, yes, finally, a game where as you suck, you get stronger. But the narrative is, is, is close. just nice enough there to be like, okay, yeah, I feel like I'm I'm losing myself even though it is it is helping like I'm not going to be able to <laughs> get back to my owner which just uh, very interesting I like but that. god uh th- this one of those that's like as a critic I'll keep an eye on but ain't nobody touching this game um the controls <laughs> god awful worst things I've ever felt like I was retching just playing with it it's just not playable <laughs> it is not playable with the controls like, that they offer and then well, like, the, what, the like what did like what are they doing? like how do you like, mess buggy. that up so bad I don't know I, I had the controller and I press up and the character goes to the right and then I press <laughs> down, and then he crouches, sure, but then he's stuck that way unless I sma- unless I like wiggle left-right. I'm like, what is happening here? Yeah, and then I go horrible. to jump, but he attacks and all, all this other nonsense. No, it was <laughs> a horrible layout. And the rebinding on that thing was just not possible. So I'm like, if you oh, can just fix that. What is
3: this game called again?
2: Uh, Umbra Claw. Umbra Claw.
3: Umbra Claw. That yeah. sounds like a really cool concept, but that Art sucks. Canonized? Yeah, yeah that sucks that they... Fumbled the gameplay maybe that's why uh stray oh, took
2: is. away all the control from you maybe uh, because
3: it's just hard to, to do cat controls in games really cool.
2: yeah, it's, it's eric's got it right there so it is uh it is mostly just a, a platformer but it, it has that sense of kind of I guess like metroidvania so it looks like it was like the
1: art looks like it was colored in by crayon
2: isn't it great it's neat i, I like it guy. yeah i like the look so, like, the story is cool. Uh, the the action to it. I've always wanted games to experiment with a sort of, like, yeah, as you lose, you get stronger. But will it be worth it if uh, it's not worth playing it? Yeah, <laughs> someone just brought up Sifu. Because,
3: yeah, it, it actually has a similar, oh, yeah, well, yeah, not similar, does. but a parallel mechanic. Where, like, yeah, you you die and you get stronger. But then there are also other trade-offs, whatever. Like, you can't learn as many moves, whatever, <laughs> as an old man. The
2: arthritis starts to kick in, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, no, there was uh, there were a few other ones, but I would say those are the ones that took up most of my time. There was one; it was kind of like, a, kind of like an escape game, sort of called "Gloomy Juncture. It's noir uh, aesthetic, sure, but it's it's all all of this weird um, escape room stuff is happening in the split second where your character took a bullet to the head. So it's it's a psychological thriller at the same time. And I'm like, huh. what's going on? Yeah, it's it's really it's weird enough. for me to just go, all right, I'll see you through. And then the writing's kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I, I think it was like old Hunter mentioned. I played fanga Is uh, like that that clone. Oh, the the
3: buddy. time clone.
2: Yeah. Thing, yeah. right? Yeah. One one too bad. It was uh it was okay. I felt like I never needed the clones though more than one anyways because I could. Kill like ninety percent of everything with the you first. Could beat character. everything. That's yeah. kind of disappointing. Yeah, I thought it would be a little bit more. um <laughs> I guess
3: yeah. The promo stuff for that showed yeah. like a, a big number of clones. I was wondering like how many you could actually like make and make use of
2: in that game. Uh, it's five, I think. You, you five, can, is that the max? Yeah, it's about like five of them. If you run out after that, like it's it's game over. But I never needed more than two. So, dang. Do did that have like difficulty options? Not in the demo. Not that no. I. Not that I recall. But it also it did have a sort of like after you're done with it the first time there'd be a portal that opens up and it would challenge you to get a better time. Right. Mm-hmm. Even with just two though, I was I was rocking it by like ten seconds. Hmm. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm just a god gamer like that. No, I think they need to <laughs> tweak their difficulties just a little bit. <laughs> make, make make you really like you want to use it instead of just sort of it feels yeah, like, like I. A, two lives, and then three for just excess. I don't know. Like, I probably shouldn't do this,
3: but oftentimes if I get, like, I'll read the description of the difficulty options uh, for a game. And if the game tells me that the intended experience is not normal, but instead, like, hard or whatever, I will pick hard.
2: Yeah, me too, but I was, like, only Hi-Fi Rush that did that. Right, yeah, like, a
3: couple, a couple games will tell you, like, hey, normal is actually not yeah, well, like that's where most people will feel comfortable. But this is the real fail. Like, All right, I'll I'll do that then. And like other times, like I'll just anticipate it. I'll just be like, this game probably needs needs <laughs> needs to be run on hard mode. <laughs> yeah, and to just play it on hard mode. But like, because yeah, I feel like I I I would get a very different sentiment out of my enjoyment of a game if it is too easy in that way. And sometimes they they will aim normal to be a little too easy. And a, a demo seems like prime ground to do that. Like they're like the demo is just going to be
2: a lot more forgiving. Yeah, I get a sense that they do that because um, they have a leaderboards to just like you know compare time with other people. Mm-hmm. And I always feel like games that do have those sort of leaderboards, they they want you to push to the max out of just pride of just being better than your friends instead of actually having a better difficulty. And, and Yeah, it, I was like, uh, yeah, it, that, reminds, it was, that
1: reminds me, Casey. Uh, the next hidden gems, you guys need to play remnants of Nazeth. Remnants oh, of Nazith? Yes, it's that that grapple hook platforming game I keep telling you about.
2: Ooh. Art's nice. Uh, Whoa. Hey, yo. That would be schmoovin'. Yeah, it's a it's a, a,
1: a speedrunner game. But it's it's like Is oh, it might. like touch the oh, Ground okay. and
2: die kind of game? Kinda. It's hard. it's hard,
1: but if you can like if you can get skillful in it, it's freaking neat. Look at that! All right. Yeah, I'll give this a shot.
3: That looks cool. Like I'm, it. I'm putting
2: but it on yeah, the no. channel
1: because so we forget so, every time
3: I bring so it, it this up. This reminds me of uh, uh Sanabi. <laughs> that mm, I just yeah, played. Mm.
2: yeah, that would be perfect for it. But yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, that's I all been, That's all I've been playing. I don't know how many demos we're actually on the next fest to to play all one. of them. I have a, I, I have a, I've I've. read all of them. I downloaded over 100, but only like five ended up being like, okay. I have a uh,
1: con- confession to make that's probably going to make the chat mad at me.
2: You played like two demos during the next post.
1: Uh, no, I actually played only the demos I only played were on the, the stream that we did. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the confession, though. The confession is instead of playing good games like Persona 3 Reload or... Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink or Banishers or anything this weekend, this past weekend.
2: You've been playing Garfield Racer?
1: Uh, <laughs> no, I spent most of my weekend playing Suicide Squad. <laughs>
2: How'd you feel? Like, Why? <laughs> while you were playing that, I yeah, thought I like did. you didn't like that game. It's a I decent zone like out game. game. It is it? a very,
1: yep, that's exactly what it was. It was just a decent zone out game. I didn't feel like thinking, I didn't feel like doing anything. I just felt like clicking buttons and shooting things
2: and and
1: Suicide Squad scratched that itch for me
2: (laughs) like there's there's those games that do challenge you those shooters that do challenge you all the time but some of them you just kind of like want to go into auto mode it's like when cooking there's a difference between like I'm going to try out this new recipe versus like I'm just going to do this thing that I'm (laughs) so used to spaghetti with butter (laughs) yes I'm going (laughs) to chop the spaghetti (laughs) up (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah I like I don't I don't know what came over me. It just like I just didn't want to put my brain like I'm still intrigued
3: in. by Suicide Squad. Like I haven't been able to uh, get hands on it myself. It's, like I it is not a good game.
1: Like I do not <laughs> like it because I think it's a good game. You ain't and ashamed, I don't and right. I don't I don't like it either. Like I <laughs> when I play it, I'm like actively like this is stupid. I tweeted about it. I was like, how how did you make this entire story based game without a single mission to do in the game? They're all just this like guy. time trial collect a thon missions. There's no design in this game whatsoever. And yet like the gameplay, like the shooting and the movement mechanics feel really good. And it's and it's like the one thing keeping me interested in continuing to play. Sometimes
3: that's all you need. It's, it's it comfort is. food, man. Let's
1: it is, well, no, it is, it is very, uh, very that type of game is can be comfort food,
2: but Junk uh, food, Cass,
1: Cassidy and Chip pointing. I was like Nick, you complain about Suicide Squad, you end up liking it. Why? I said I didn't. I don't like it.
2: Every every time something like after clearing an area, I do this just, you know, like people, the game knows I don't like it. (laughs) Like people
1: ask me to take tequila shots with them. I don't like tequila, but I do it anyway. It's like Suicide Squad. Uh, You're saying you've been peer pressured into playing Suicide Squad? What the hell? (laughs) I I felt like it.
3: Yes. I feel like if I'm going to keep talking about this game, I need to experience the rest. Well, I mean, that was the reason why I put Stray on my (laughs) my two (laughs) playlists. I knew it wasn't going to be that good. But I can't keep talking trash about it unless I actually play it. So I I understand.
1: And like Like, uh, the thing was like uh, like people that I respect, like uh, Miles uh, who used to work at Windows Central, and like a couple other people um, that I've talked to were like, I don't know, it's kind of fun. And I was like, "Ah, did I just not put enough time into it? And nope, I put enough time into it. It's still the same garbage, but it's slightly good garbage, I guess. It just feels. It feels good to play. That's what I'll give it.
2: To me, it's like when I used to be hardcore in a shooter, it's like I used to just sit in aim trainers. Yeah. So like what? if nothing else, this yeah, yeah, you've never seen aim trainers? No. Where it's just What's a, a yeah. chamber and it'll like have a little a dot dots. that goes up and it says like one and then another one that says two and they'll just get faster and you're just sitting there all day just going tink 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 oh. tink. There's so a built
3: in aim trainer in siege. Yeah. Oh.
2: Yeah, yeah, I used yeah. to love those I don't things. need that. I'm the god at Siege. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you never, you've never used it before. So, like, looter shooters to me are just like, uh, yeah, this is numbers going up. And there you go. Well, you turned off the numbers. So, that's the real crazy <laughs> part. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no numbers, no problem. No, no numbers, you know, a little bit of loot. It's, if nothing else, it's, we want something like this. We're willing to support this kind of thing. So, like, you know, actually put some love into it. You're good. Yeah, I, You're I I think it's mostly I'm just fascinated
1: by it. I'm fascinated by the fact that there is no <laughs> scripted mission in that entire game. Hmm. And like I I am an, I am like fascinated by how this game was in development for 7 years and the best mission they best mission design they can come up with is collect this, save these three people over and over again escort missions with a truck that drives five miles per hour through a fucking war zone. That's it. Like, that's it. That's the missions of the game. There is no, there is no linear mission design in the game anywhere. It's amazing to me. It's, it's like, you know, you play, Mm. you like you play destiny, right? And it's like, yeah, it's the same missions over and over again, but you still get unique environments to go through. You go, you know, you follow a
3: directed path, And everything and 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 the loop of like shooting in that game just feels really fun like that yeah like that uh like you definitely zone out and just (laughs) spend hours on a moon running (laughs) <laughs> Run around just shooting stuff in the head. But there's also it. but it's also got its like very memorable
1: scripted moments, like when you face sure. like the first big bosses or or like these gauntlet runs or whatever, even platforming sections where you gotta go through lasers and floors and all that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah, because I feel like Suicide Squad has
1: yeah. none of that. <laughs> Every single like go watch skills review. He has the best review on this game. Every single mission is shooting things on a rooftop. And you never touch the ground, you never see all the detail on the ground. You are always just on rooftops. It makes no sense to me. It makes no sense. And somehow oh. I I will I will end up finishing that campaign because I near the end it's only like eight hours. And the story really? is like the, the story, yeah, it's only like eight hours. And the story is like the wow. one good thing I found about the game. Like the cutscenes are really well done. I kinda like killing the Justice League because they are like they've actually did a good job like making them just assholes, and it's great. <laughs> 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 but like and it's not even a spoiler, like Superman's in the game, right? There's an entire scene of him beating the shit out of him and wonder woman beating the shit out of each other. And that, that there is no gameplay in any of it. The only part of that mission that you do is escorting a van. That's it. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Amazing. And, and they're like, they're, they're off fighting and doing stuff and you never see it. You just hear the people talking about like they're fighting. And then you see some debris fly around or something like that. But that's it. Man, what happened to this game? <laughs> oh, no. Like Look. the green, the green lantern fight is dumb as hell. You just shoot like he makes all of his, uh, you know, his little light fixture things to shoot you or whatever. And you shoot those and those shoot him and then they kill him. Hmm. And that's it. <laughs> it's just, it's just why it's wild. It's just legitimately wild how bad the game is.
2: Uh, I'm kind of with Willem Dafoe, you know, like after a long day of work, sometimes you just want to pew pew and see some stupid th- stuff. Yeah, you, ain't then- got <laughs> the, you ain't got the bandwidth for like a Martin Scorsese film, you know. Willem Dafoe said mental. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, was talk- he was talking about, because uh, he makes like goofy movies, right? And he mm-hmm. says it's hard to get an audience to watch sort of like deeper films because, you know, they're tired and they just don't have the, like the, the capacity or desire for it. So they just mm-hmm. like, turn on Netflix and watch essentially garbage. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. He gets it. like so. He like so. Be in that garbage. Is that, is that was that his message? I mean, that's the that's the problem with like Apple, where I, I'm like, I just want to watch a little casual show. No, they're all bangers, and they all take your brain, all of it. I'm like, can I just turn it off for a second? A little, a little trash maybe. Not like Netflix, right? It's just all garbage. Yeah, like Netflix this- isn't all garbage. It's all garbage, <laughs> it's and got the a Irishman. A lot of garbage. It's all, yeah. all garbage, <laughs> and the Irishman. I, I'm I'm not watching that again. I didn't I didn't
1: include it in my my video on suicide squad just cause like it, it's a whole nother direction I would have taken the video in, but like this suicide squad game could have worked. All you had to do was follow the gears of war model, <laughs> like gears mm-hmm. of war. All you do is shoot things over and over again, but you're in scripted linear, different looking missions with fun action,
3: memorable moments. Yeah. It's the set pieces that kind of set it up. Like it yeah, was and the the character the Call of duty, like third person yeah. gameplay versus first person. Exactly. And the character dynamics and
1: everything with Suicide Squad, great. I don't know. I don't know how you messed it up because like the story and the characters are great. Everything else. Mm. Find any uh, cool loot combos? No. Oh, I, really? I, I could give. I I don't give a flying shit about the loot. Oh. I look. I I when we bought the. I thought. I don't know what we're gonna do with that game, so I bought like the premium edition. So, that we, so we had that the 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 live service stuff. So if we cover it later, we have it, right? But okay. you get you get like three of the best weapons in the game just for buying that edition. So you don't even need a loot grind. I've had the same gun since the start of the game, and it hasn't mm-hmm. changed a thing. <laughs> it's
2: just like Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. My starting sword is the one I so have. Uh, I don't. I don't.
1: On the other hand, I did put in some time to uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink in Casey. I don't know if you've played that yet. Uh, I have like, not started
3: yet. No. Yeah, Just that, the, that again, game is yeah, like yeah, a game is crazy. That,
1: that game is like a painting on every place you go, and I like it. I like it a lot. Nice. Yeah, I haven't played enough yet to like give any true thoughts on it. I, I want to play more of it this weekend, but like that is a beautiful game.
2: It's One Piece. Yeah. What? It's One Piece. Yeah, What's it's one piece? it's, it's like islands. One Piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's. Yeah, it's
3: <laughs> I can't yeah, stand like, like
2: pretty similar.
3: Like I'm, I, I'm still watching the anime. It is getting progressively worse. Oh no! <laughs> like it is, I, I fell asleep watching the latest episode. It was so was fucking like, where boring. Were you? What? Huh? Where you at? I'm in like the middle, close to the end. I think of season two for Grand Blue Fantasy.
2: Oh, that oh, I was thinking One Piece. Like, oh, no, you? no, not One where Piece. No, yeah. One Piece is great. <laughs> it's long. It's great.
3: But uh, but stay. this looks way more exciting than uh, the anime. <laughs> yeah, it's uh
1: it's very good, and the combat's very fun, very addicting. Weirdly,
3: <laughs> but that's all I got. Yeah, I heard someone compare it to Monster Hunter, and I and I did not see that before. And like, I really the don't see it end, in gameplay.
1: But the end game is apparently a lot like Monster Hunter. Okay, because it's, it's it's very it's very actually very linear campaign it's not like open world or anything like that
3: right yeah like it's kind of level base and then like, uh-huh. you fight like big bosses and so I think yep. it's the big boss stuff that they're saying like oh this is like monster hunter yes which piqued my interest because like, what I played felt you know very light like I it wasn't super deep but like it was definitely beautiful and flashy it actually actually gets the of gets pretty deep weirdly surprisingly enough but yeah, I, yeah this is on my list I want to give this a try uh, as soon as I can
1: all right, uh, we got a few more super chests to get through before we wrap up. But uh, mopman forty three five dollars is Nick. What was the process like for getting Good Blood on board? Did he reach out to you or vice versa? I reached out to Good Blood. Yeah, I don't remember what for. I think we we had a documentary project that I wanted his help with, and then we just got to talking, and then ended up he came to work for uh, Escapist for a few months, and then he was the very first person I I had to lay off before I got laid off <laughs> fired. So. Thanks for that, gamers. could me an asshole, but whatever. Uh, but hey, he's here now. He did all of our he did all of our branding, and now he's got good blood running. And you can go watch his new ep- newest episode on Alan Wake Two, right after this podcast. Yeah, if you would he like. makes an
3: absolutely great point about the the way that game story is laid out.
1: There's a lot of people that are mad at him in the comments for apparently nitpicking the board, but I I had the same complaint. Like, what am I doing with this board?
3: No. Yeah. I fully understood what he meant. Like (laughs) his, his suggestion made a lot of sense. There, there were good counters to that argument though, that I saw in the comments, like in terms of like accessibility and people coming back to the game after like resting whatnot, like that made a lot of sense. But I I can't deny, like I, I liked his idea a lot.
1: Yeah. Well, as I was like, I feel like there's, yeah. I, I mean, his point is kind of remedy. Remedy had their story to tell, but also give you mechanics that make you think like otherwise, like that you get to be part of the story. Sure. Yeah. 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 And (laughs) I kind of wish I do kind of wish they had done more of like. Just the, uh, you know, if you put these things in the wrong order or something like that, then the events in the world change or something like that would have been kind of neat. But, you know, it's a much more ambitious game than what they were making. So
2: that sounds like what everyone tells
1: me. What? Uh no, it, yeah, no, it does not work that way at all. There's oh, there are specific you, there are specific points in the game where like you have to piece things together and you can put them correct
2: incorrectly. Sure. But it's it's not that deep. Oh my god. Everybody was here like you can just rewrite no. reality. And I was like, I am now twenty again. Who, my knees who told don't you that or yeah, who told Everyone, everyone everyone talks <laughs> up this game. I was like, I don't fathom how it could work. <laughs> just like but everything goes away, everything's fine. Uh, Nils Enthusiast donates $2
1: says hi Casey hi <laughs> money well spent uh, David Underdark Esquire donates $5 says Nick there are support groups I can recommend if you need help I don't know when you sent that donation that could have I been think for it was any point in this podcast
3: I think Neither it was for the, the Suicide Squad
1: <laughs> Red Wings talk <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know it, it could have been for any certain time it could have been for the Xbox conversation you did mention Twitter earlier uh, it yeah. could have been for Twitter yeah I have no idea uh ah, Don says that Suicide Squad replaced Nick's Twitter hate.
3: Did it? I and don't you're know. You hate that instead of Twitter? Oh. I think Nick has enough hate for all those things.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got plenty of hate to go you around. Multitask, yeah. <laughs> uh, multi-hate. Multish. Uh Gild don't know, it says, I don't get games as a service hate. Is it the greed of forcing you to play forever, that the gameplay can't hope to last that long, or something else? I think it's the frustration that like a lot of these games look really cool. And then just
3: are nothing <laughs> yeah it's it's the miss the mismatch of that service on top of what otherwise could have been a decent gameplay experience like there are games that absolutely benefit from being a game as a service and there are games that are trying to shoehorn it in in order to continue to monetize what otherwise would have been kind of a one-and-done gameplay experience and yeah, those and are the ones that people get like,
1: about. well it's also like throwing I think a lot of it is I think a lot of the games that people hate as games of service are the ones where Rocksteady or Crystal Dynamics or whoever are primarily known for single player games. Mm-hmm. They have an expectation that they're going to continue making those. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to make a live service game. It's like, why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> like when you think of Suicide Squad, I don't think of a live service game. I think of like a
3: comic. Yeah, one like action it, does, story it game. doesn't make sense, right? Like, and, it's thing a good and, and,
1: yeah. Like, you know, like this game's can only be fun for someone punching things. It's only fun for someone. Yeah.
4: Uh
1: tsunami doucher. Five dollars. <laughs> Using the elemental leveling system from Quest 64 could work well with an Avatar title. Are any of you familiar with that system?
3: No. Uh Quest I Quest 64 is one of the only JRPGs that I played and liked, but it's also terrible. Like Quest 64 is not a good game. But the elemental level system was—it's essentially the—the thing that Skyrim or the Bethesda games do, where if you use a certain element, it keeps getting stronger, and then you eventually get the strongest version of it by using it. And Quest sixty-four was broken because you only needed to use like two of the four elements you had to like finish the entire game. Mm -hmm.
4: Hmm.
3: But um, yeah, that—that actually does make perfect sense for an Avatar game if it was like an action adventure thing, because like you're learning to be better at your craft, like your your martial art, like your bending ability, so. Yeah, if you're an avatar and you use a bunch of one thing, then you unlock the next version of it. But also story beats. So I don't know. That has to go hand in hand, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's a good yeah, idea. You're, you're gonna get your gotcha game. And you're gonna like it. <laughs> Look, I like Genshin Impact. <laughs> so just make a good game around the yeah. gotcha stuff, and I'm
2: fine. Yep. Like I'm not gonna be mad at. It. Let me eat around these. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I don't have a gambling uh, problem.
1: Like that stuff does not affect me. Yeah, that's the we always we always end up having yeah. that discussion like
2: i do like, and it's just not enough to to get it there so i don't end up spending money i
1: yeah i the only game that gets me is marvel snap somehow
2: and i know I'm, and, and I, you spend money in that unfortunately <laughs> dang bro because uh, it's it's gotten it's taking your toilet time man you, take you, it you it know what
1: it is every time like i i will wait <laughs> to go to the toilet until that game is loaded up and then i will
2: go to the <laughs> toilet <laughs> Yeah, have you Pavloved yourself? Does it make you feel a poo coming? <laughs> <Like> <laughs> as soon as you, just,
3: as soon as
1: you boot like, it
2: up, like oh no, yeah, well, yeah, no was I, 10, my butthole's 10, connected to the toilet Wi-Fi.
1: Ten thirty a.m. Time to load up Marvel Snap, and take my data shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Heavy defuncts uh, reminded me about Halo Season Two. Yes, I was I was uh, obligated to talk about that. I think from a super chat, and uh, it's not a good sign that
3: I forgot to even talk about it. I mean, there uh, aren't that many episodes out yet, right?
1: Two, two episodes, another episode out tonight. Um, what I will say is <laughs> that they started off on the right note because the intro theme to the fucking show has Halo music attached to it now. With... So they didn't even do that
3: with first season. No. Wow, this is baloney, ass, bland. Fucking ass wow, did <laughs> I, I didn't realize it was that bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was just a generic sci-fi track in the last. That one. is a that is a. Gimmick. So they actually they actually bought um brought Bear McCurry in who did the God of War soundtrack and He's actually doing all the soundtracks now um to do the music for the show and so the music's a step up. And they, like Halo isn't Halo without its music, so they fixed that. Uh, the action scenes and the writing are actually quite a bit better. Uh, the action scenes have shaking him out the ass though and I it, I can't stand it but it, in general I don't know in general the show just feels better like it, it, it's better written you can tell that almost immediately mm-hmm. uh, it, there seems to be better dynamic between the characters and it's also like building towards something where like the first season just kind of meandered a lot and like just you know chief chief humanized chief show us chief's cheeks. Because <laughs> sex like all this bullshit uh season two is very much building up from taking actually a lot of stuff from the books so if you've read the eric nylon books there's actually a lot of stuff being pulled from that and possibly other books too like ghost of onyx and even possibly cold protocol um yeah, that's insider baseball for those of you that have read halo books but uh there's this possibly stuff in there like tying a lot more of the actual canon lore together uh and and it's building up to the fall of reach. And so, like, you know, if you've seen the trailers, like, clearly, you know, there's going to be some big battles ahead and stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't know. I think I think you could honestly, honest to God, skip
3: over all of Halo season one and just go to season two and, and just you'll be jump fine. right in. Yes. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, think I, I think I will do that. <laughs> like do just like one of those just, three month things once the season is up.
1: Yeah. You might you might watch like a quick recap of what happened in Halo season one, but you really probably could skip it and just go to two and you'll be happier for it. But you missed out on
2: Master Chief cheeks, dog.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and like a lot of people online are like, he takes off his helmet too much. He takes off his helmet too much. Like if you read the books, he has his helmet off a lot. So it just that doesn't bother me, even as a huge Halo fan. Mm. All right. Yeah, Mm. I don't know. It's the more they pull the books, the happier I will be because the books are good stuff. And whatever they're doing with season one can
3: go fuck itself. I don't want anything to do with that. I, I mean, I'd be happy if it just turns around and then like kind of forgets that you know season one happened and then it's just, this is just a good show now <laughs> from yeah. season two onward. So it's still,
1: it's still like, as a big Halo fan, it's still gonna be weird for a lot of people because like it expands the Halo universe a lot from what you've seen in the games. Cause like you, you're tied to Master Chief throughout the entire game, right? But there is like, if you read the books, there's a lot of different planets. There's a lot of different cultures and stuff like that that they've really dug into uh so it it takes some it takes some getting used to that like this isn't just master chief landing on a halo ring and kicking ass it's it's a much more uh grounded i guess take on halo and and very much interested in like the politics of it and also like the, the thesis around the, the Spartan program and how fucked up it actually is. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, it
3: is fucked up. Yeah.
1: It's really, it fucked, really up fucked up. If you read the books, so. fucked
3: up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they, I, and I, and I do like that they're exploring a lot of that as a fan of the books. So, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to see how I feel about the episode tonight, but like I didn't, I was actively engaged and watching season episode one and two. So it was all right. All right. I mean, that's
3: better than before. <laughs> like, all yeah. right is better than trash. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. say so. Right.
1: Well, anything else, guys? Before we wrap up. Oh,
2: well, that's it for now.
1: Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in to episode ten of Firelink. Uh, thanks for watching or listening. If you listen to this later on podcast services, uh, don't forget that if you are not subscribed to us on Patreon, you can do that at the five dollar tier and get all of these podcasts completely ad free. Uh, and then we got one more super chat from Ah It's $5 says okay Eric no need to read this out Nick this can be a silent donor for Eric's Photoshop work I can't not read it Out because I can't read it without reading it out
3: I don't know if that Made sense I mean I Understood
2: what you meant but okay. I also don't know if that Made sense <laughs> that, mean, that
1: means I have been on four Hours of streams today and I'm
2: tired now <laughs> yeah, uh, Always vet them so you don't End up saying some really <laughs> sus stuff uh, Sean, Sean
1: Harriman says they Send in a super chat did I miss one I might, I might have, I might have messed a, green, green member chat. Let me scroll. Uh, Oh, Eric, Eric, uh, three months. It's not a donation. Oh, uh, uh, hey, Sean Harriman, member for two months. Says Nick's latest 4K by Planet Earth 3 plus Abyss for me. Uh, Oppenheimer. Oh, there you go. I haven't watched it. I still haven't watched Top Gun Maverick. I still have a lot of unopened 4K movies on my
2: shelf that I haven't gotten around to. Good Lord, just likes how they feel. How they yes. look on the case.
1: Uh and then also John Aldrich, uh $5 super chat from earlier in the stream. This is a donation towards Adventures Night season four. Well, thank you. Adventures Night nice Season Four is funded, so you just helped fund our GDC trip, which we leave for right after Adventures Night Season Four. I'll be gone half of March, by the way. So have fun without me. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh well, uh I'm gonna wrap up there. I forget how Marty wraps these things up, so thanks for thanks for tuning in and watching and listening and uh we will see you back here tomorrow at ten a.m. Central for Design Delve.
3: You gotta you gotta tell them yeah where all the stuff is.
1: That's how I wrapped it up. Uh well you're here at Second Wind, so you know where all the stuff is. <laughs> there you go. You can follow me on you don't want to follow me on Twitter. You can follow KC on Twitter at Sigma Gears Nine. you can follow Frost on Twitter at the other frost. Uh I'll, only rugby. No. I don't and, use that thing. And then if you Google Xbox Drama, you can find all the the lovely uh, dumb thumbnails I talked about it earlier if you want something to watch today so uh, jumblybomba says stream tomorrow I don't think so I don't think anybody marty's out What do we do we usually stream on Fridays <laughs> uh, <definitely>. uh, yeah <laughs> I don't like think
2: release games or something I don't think we normally do No.
3: yeah I don't think second wind does me and my fiance do though 7 Ooh. p.m eastern standard time over on my twitch channel we're going to be starting a return of the Oberden because we finished straight
2: yeah we're gonna be detectives. Join us. your insurance agents. <laughs> that's what you oh, right. Are. Yeah. If I mean, insurance agents you do detective work. that game before?
1: Mm-hmm. I've not played it yet. No. All right. Be be ready. If you feel very stupid the entire time you
2: play. Get paper. I message mean, me every day. Get, get, get paper, pencil. So I'm yeah. saying you're gonna want it. That I mean, that's why help. my fiance is gonna be with me. Like
3: she's go. the brains of our operation. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I need to go back and play that game. I played it a bunch. And then I quickly, and then I suddenly dropped it and
2: everyone back. It's like three hours, Nick. What? Yeah, but it's like—is it, it that short, really? It, well, it's as long as. If he guessed everything wrong, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, that too. I didn't even know you could get that ending, Nick.
1: But my, my <laughs> favorite, my favorite thing about that game is back on the Escapist show, Jack saying he played it and he hated it because it told him he was he was
2: stupid. Oh, it was Jack. That's right. That's, who said yeah.
1: that's <laughs> that. so funny.
2: He's
1: like, I really liked it. And then it told me it was stupid. I didn't like yeah. it anymore.
2: <laughs> if, if, you, if you solve it That's incorrectly, uh, it'll just be like, "What the hell was that?"
3: <laughs> That's really. I'm actually excited now. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Cool. Bye, everybody. Bye, yeah, see y'all. Bye. <laughs> sure.